0: Welcome to Bros Watch PLL 2. I'm Benjamin Light.
1: And I am Marcus Sparks.
0: Today we're talking about S5 E19. Out, damn spot.
1: The Scottish episode.
0: This episode is written by Lila Baraz and directed by Nzinga Stewart.
1: Who just directed a Lifetime movie. Uh, I was looking her up today. She's done some music videos. I think she filmed like a Kevin Hart tour video. Um, she's This is her first like entry into the pll universe Mm -hmm. i believe
0: i think she did a good job Mm -hmm. um before we jump into the episode just a couple minor uh you know follow-up from last week uh one of i i I can't remember who pointed this out on twitter and like there's so much in the feed i can't find now but somebody mentioned that hannah's the big spoon Mm -hmm. uh from like her hannah like in bed with mona i felt like Mm -hmm. that was worth mentioning oh that's a good point um also, I, I, in Heather Hogan's recap, I thought she had an interesting take on the, uh, like, scene where Arya, like, she's, like, trying to talk to Mike and then, like, the conversation goes nowhere, so she leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, her take was that, like, Arya, like, basically didn't want to bring it up because she could see Mike was still, like, really broken up over uh, Mona. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't going to, like, try to, like, start a conversation, which I could see. I mean, Arya, I mean, she she takes the easy way out a lot anyway. Mm-hmm. But I could also see her being like, yeah, now it's not a good time to talk about Mona.
1: Yeah, I can understand that. Uh, Mike is probably a little bit raw, but Arya is also very, no matter where she's coming from inside her fascinating, unexpected brain, Arya's mm-hmm. got to be Arya.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, and you never know, Mike, all the steroids he's been taking, his emotions might be all out of control. Yeah, all those it's hormones true. and
1: testosterone. That's true. I'm chopped like uh, the coffee table in half, <laughs> whipped his hair around, broke the TV, no more black and white movies. All right, are we ready? Well, I think we're, we're definitely ready.
0: So uh, we're going to open up in, uh, I think this is the cafeteria at Rosewood High. It is. We're seeing somebody get their blood drawn. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a Rosewood blood drive.
1: Which was your favorite part of the episode.
0: Oh, definitely. I love getting my blood drawn. Mm-hmm. I wrote that in my notes. Benji loves getting his blood drawn.
1: Aw, uh, yes. I love that you wrote that in your notes in the mm-hmm. third person. <laughs> so I just enjoy it. It's uh, it's during the day. It's Friday. I think it's actually before school. Uh, I'm going to guess it's probably been about a week since the previous episode. Uh, the nice thing about this is, hey, you remember these girls that are actually in high school?
0: <laughs> Occasionally, the show remembers too. There is. Uh, I mean, these girls have such active lives before, before school even starts. They're getting their blood drawn. Mm-hmm. I feel like you wouldn't be able to focus all day. I don't know. Uh, uh,
1: I think if you have a, a nice juicy cookie, you can. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, Arya, Hannah, and Spencer are sitting in some chairs waiting. They apparently seem to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spencer seems a little tired. She's, like, rubbing her eyes. Arya, I noticed, has this gigantic bracelet on mm-hmm. that has, like, five hope diamonds on it. Uh, and she's, like... It's like she's showing it to Hannah or something, and Hannah just smiles at it. Emily walks over to join them, and Hannah's like, where's your sticker? Uh, Emily has a cooker cookie, but no sticker. Mm. And she's like, oh, remember my summer trip to Haiti? Turns out I can't get blood for another year.
1: Yeah, three seasons ago.
0: And the show <laughs> less oh, than a year ago.
1: You know, like six months yeah. still.
0: <laughs> I like how the writers are just committed to that timeline
1: god bless them um yeah but sh- it should be pointed out that as emily joins them they are basically forming their liar's wall and are sitting in a row in front of the window there
0: mm-hmm spencer and emily grouped together Just Ar, and hannah
1: passing judgment over the living and the dead in the uh in the cafeteria yeah so spencer puts out her hand basically signifying give me that cookie she
0: takes umbrage yeah yeah
1: and Emily's like what and spencer's like no blood no cookie i didn't make the rules spencer has taken <laughs> over as captain of the cookie police from hannah
0: Oh, yeah, she's the cookie master. Emily's like, you're just too lazy to get one. And Spencer does, like, the, like, like haughtiest of hair flips mm-hmm. to throw I her mean, hair back.
1: Yeah, like, it's like she studied at the foot of Farrah Fawcett herself. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and just points, you know, and she throws her hair back to reveal her I donated sticker, which is on her, her chest. And she points at it and just, like, waits with, like, a stuck-up nose. A mm-hmm. uh, sticker says, be nice to me, I gave blood today. Mm-hmm. And so Emily must hand over that cookie.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, as we've learned, low blood sugar Spencer is the best Spencer.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, Arya slams her book shut. Arya's pretending to study. Yeah, Hannah asks if she's done studying, and Arya's like, I'll never be st- done studying for this test. I just need the numbers to stop spinning. So Arya's not good at the maths. Well, I think uh,
0: also that could be a, a reference to having just given blood. Yeah. Because she says, hey, the next time we offer to help your mom, can it please not involve needles? Which, honestly, I was surprised Arya was willing to do it. I I feel like she would hate needles.
1: Oh, yeah. I just thought it was funny that last time they helped Ashley Marin was for the wedding fashion show, Mm -hmm. which involved finger buttons. I
0: I had some comments about Ashley at the end of the scene. Uh, But anyway, Hannah just rolls her eyes like, oh, Arya.
1: Well, also, Arya, she's wearing something that, like, my grandmother would wear. I mean, (laughs) that is some geriatric bling dazzle on her frock.
0: Well, her uh, orange frock. An old bag church lady's gonna walk up in a few minutes. She's wearing the same coloring as Arya. That's yeah. not a good sign. Yeah. It's like salmony. Yeah. Um uh, so anyway uh, Hannah just kinda rolls her eyes at Arya and then Ashley walks up the clipboard because I guess Ashley's like running things or some mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. That's not to ask too many questions. And Ashley's like, how's it going over here? Hannah says, it's great. And Ashley says, I'm so glad you all came to the drive. I recruited a bunch of people from the church, and they canceled on me at the last minute. Hmm. Typical. Yeah, she's got some brownies on that clipboard, and Emily's just like, oh, we're happy to help. So Ashley smiles and holds out a brownie. And she's like, brownie? And Emily smiles, and she takes it. And as she takes it, she kind of like looks over at Spencer, and Spencer's giving like amazing side eye. Uh, you just know Troy is having a ton of fun filming this scene.
1: Well, Emily is giving her classic emily in your fucking face look
0: yeah but but like spencer just like giving it right back to her just like i'm watching you bitch yeah i know you didn't earn that brownie yeah and uh ashley looks behind her and she sees this old bag walking up and so she's like oh uh someone from the church actually showed up i'm gonna go say hello so she walks off and aria immediately just like like her hand is like nice out like right in front of emily mm-hmm. no brownie for you emily and emily's like seriously Already and already just Han- nods and like beckons.
1: Well, and Hannah confirms it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Ashley so, Anne must hand talk- over that brownie. Ashley goes over and talks to Paula, uh, the old church lady. Paula oh God, may awful. as well be Anne fucking Romney, okay? Um, Ashley is so glad that Paula came and is trying to get her to sign in and the nurses will call her name. And Paula's like, well, unfortunately, I won't be able to give blood this morning on account of this little tickle in my throat. But it's so nice to see you out and about. We missed you at the church's last few weeks. And Ashley's just like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then Paula says, the pastor looks particularly distracted. Everything okay?
0: Well, and Paula throws on this big, totally insincere smile. And Ashley, she, like, for a microsecond, she just, like, has this cold gaze at this bitch. Like, mmm Like, seriously, Ashley, like, this bitch. This is your life if you marry Pastor Ted. Mm-hmm. you're gonna get this shit from insincere church ladies all the time this is why you say no to ted
1: well it gets worse so then Paula's yes like oh uh, you know Ashley's like of course you know things have just been busy and Paula's like oh i'm sure that's what's kept the others this morning we're all so busy these days well, like,
0: fuck your insinuations bitch
2: well
1: the chick is toughing up ashley Marin with her like holy roller busybody mafia
0: <laughs> well it's like did pastor ted send this chick over to like do his dirty work
1: no i think this chick is like she, she wants to get on some of that pastor ted action
0: no i, I don't sense that at all i, I sense i, think that I sense that uh, uh pastor ted young, i sense that pastor ted has like let it be known that there's like trouble in that paradise and like you know let it be known that someone should go talk to ashley and tell ashley to come talk to me
1: uh see i don't know i think these little bitties are always going to hate ashley because she's young and hot compared to them
0: well that too yeah This Um, is why you don't marry Pastor Ted. You're marrying the whole church. You don't want that.
1: That's one of many thousands of reasons you don't marry Pastor Ted. Mm -hmm. Um, So Ashley tries to go talk to the other donors, but Paula has one more thing. She hands some flyers over to Ashley uh, asked you know if she could ask the pastor about putting these up around the church they're from the Like
0: forcing ashley to go talk to pastor ted yeah yeah
1: they're from the glass slipper collective for the bates county miz teen pageant um and if the promotional photos are to believe this will be important
0: yeah she's um, like of course that's a real thing yeah uh so ashley walks off like she's clearly wary of this bitch as she should be yeah uh meanwhile the liars are they look up they're startled there's like a crash you know something dropping on the floor and we see a nurse looks over and she's like young man this is a restricted zone what are you doing back here and she walks over and we see oh it's it's magic mike montgomery he's knocked over a plate of cookies right
1: by like the fridge full of blood he's got big hair and he is dressed exactly like noel khan
0: isn't that just the most mm-hmm. uh, and he's he's happens to just like be You know, tucking something into, like, his inner jacket pocket as we pan over to him. Like, ooh, what was he just doing there?
1: Following up his Montgomery bloodline, he Mm -hmm. looks shady as good as can be.
0: (laughs) Learned from the best. And he's like, I'm sorry, I was just interested in how it all works. And the nurse is like, go sign up and see for yourself. The liars are just watching all this. And Mike's just like, yeah, okay. And he just, like, ducks away nervously and, like, runs out. And uh, Of course, like, Aria waits till he's gone. And then she's like, Mike. And Hannah's like, okay, what was that about? And Spencer says, was Mike just here to steal cookies or something else? And we get, like, worried Aria face. And you see the the nurse goes over and, like, shuts the open door of a fridge full of blood vials. So, Mm. hmm, what was Mike doing in that fridge full of blood? Also, like, these are little vials. Where's, like, the big bags of blood they would be taking? They Put those somewhere else, I guess? Like, what are the little vials for? Just, like, testing the blood?
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't, I mean, I know like, uh, the high school I went to in Virginia, um, they did a blood drive one year and I had happened to hear like over here through some higher ups at the school that a lot of the blood couldn't be used cause they tested it hmm. and you know, various things. Were well, going you on. know, this they is, this is what I wonder, the like
0: doctor. the Haiti thing, for instance, with Emily, like. Why wouldn't they just take her blood and test it? They're going to test it anyway, right? Well, know. there's
1: forms. Have you have you done international traveling to certain countries or parts mm-hmm. of the world in the last? So I guess,
0: so? yeah. I don't know. I mean, if they're going to test it anyway, I don't know why they. It's the same reason when there.
1: you travel abroad and you take a pet, you know, they have to go into quarantine for mm-hmm. so many months or whatever.
0: Um, uh, br- brief tangent here. Mm-hmm. Is Ashley a vampire? She doesn't you, have a job. We know she doesn't have a job, but somehow she's running a blood drive. Like who? It's
1: daytime right now.
0: Oh, true. She could be a daywalker. Um, but like, she's not doing this for the church. She's not doing it for her job. Somehow she's just like running a freelance blood drive. Where's the blood going?
1: I feel like this is just something, well, she's always been kind of, sort of community minded. Sure. To an extent, I think because she thinks that that's something that she should do to keep up with like the Ellas and the Veronica's.
0: But how does one just say, hey, I'm going to throw a blood drive?
1: I don't know i mean the school kind of could have reached out to parents and said something oh, who the fuck knows man mm. who knows um but yeah i just know that, that mike is just as clumsy as shit as his big little sister um mm-hmm. i would love to pitch the desperate hives type show just Housewives type show where they're actually like suburban vampire ladies
0: <laughs> yeah maybe she she ate mrs potter's nephew
1: exactly um i think we talked about that in the round table right we that may the whole... have the whole show is just Caleb and Ashley on a wine fueled bench murdering people. <laughs> um, so after the credits are in Rose High in the lockers, or Arya's locker, she's holding court and the way only she can. The others are gathered to question her. And she says, You ask Mike who's at the blood drive. I already know his answer. And Hannah or Cassie's like, because he was there to donate? And Arya's like, No, then I should mind my own business. And I got that message loud and clear at the dock.
0: And Spencer's like, Okay, but it is our business. We all saw where he was standing, right? By the coolers where they keep the blood. Our blood. And it's like at this point, all the ours are like, shit. In retrospect, letting our blood be drawn was not the best move we could have made when we're being stalked and framed by a ghost ninja.
1: Well, especially considering how forensically minded they've had to be (laughs) the past few weeks. Well, also,
0: like, I feel like if maybe you send, like, Hannah or Emily to, like, just sit Mike down and talk to him instead of, like, demanding answers and yelling at him, you might get somewhere. I don't know.
1: Obviously. Right, you don't send in Arya because, let's face it, even if she wasn't his sister, she's useless. Um Aww, Spencer, that'd be fair, Arya. Well, would she's, like questioning people? Arya asks. No, Arya. She Aria... got. She got
0: uh, stuff out of that one, uh, like theater employee.
1: Well, maybe, but I mean, like, okay, so she was the one who went and talk to Cece's roommate, right? But that she mm-hmm. just wanted to vent, and I guess she did get stuff out of Duncan.
3: She
1: oh put- yeah. But I'm going to say, well, because I think, again, Duncan wanted to talk, too. But I think nine times out of ten, when it comes to sitting down and questioning a suspect, Arya's like, I'll go check the bedroom.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like people give Arya a hard time. I got a stick up for Arya.
1: I, I give Arya a hard time, but I'm going to say that she's still my favorite. Even mm. maybe above Spencer somehow. Wow. Yeah. Uh,
0: so anyway, Arya's just like, really? Spencer? Spencer's like, well, if he's trying to get his hands on something that could help Allison, and Arya's like, so that's it. He's guilty. God, the court of public opinion in this town really sucks.
1: I just he want a slams a her ending, locker. Yeah, I just want a never ending get of her doing that emphatic head nod.
0: Well, it's like you know, speaking of the court of public opinion, somehow everybody's still totally cool with your boyfriend, Arya. Just saying.
1: Yeah. Well, this is, but this is the same Arya who refused to believe Hannah when she mentioned the Zach shit. It's because when you yeah. question her house, you question her. She, yeah. So Emily's like, everyone, just take a breath, okay? And it's like, well, it's hard to breathe when someone's trying to set you up as an accessory to murder. Spencer points out that they still don't know why Magic Mike was visiting Allie in jail or why he fought Mona the night the night before she died. And Spencer starts to talk about, you know, if Mike and Mona had a series falling out. And Arya's like, could you just stop? Please, look. I know you're all desperate to find out who's helping Allison, but just because it is Holbrook doesn't mean it's – doesn't not mean it's my brother.
0: Yeah, valid. You know, just because it isn't Holbrook doesn't mean it's Mike. <laughs> like, there are other possibilities. And Arya says, okay, Mike was in love with Mona and he would never hurt her. And he would never team up with someone he did. And he's like, Arya. And Arya's like, no, I can't talk about this right now. I have a math test. Arya out.
1: I can Mona OTP forever. Yeah, as she does, Arya storms off. The other three watch her go. And I want Hannah to, like, turn to them and be like, this bitch.
0: <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people are giving Arya shit in this scene, but it's not really that different from when, say, like, uh, like the A target was on, like, Paige or Melissa and, you know, Emily was adamant that that wasn't the case. Spencer was like, no, that's my sister. You know, I mean, it, it's not like her behavior is really that different from the other liars.
1: True. But I think I think Aria, like has always stayed true to form, much like Hannah will stay true to her form in this episode. The difference between Spencer and, like, when it comes to Melissa is... While Spencer will defend uh, like her sister or her family to the liars, she will possibly then turn around suspect, and be suspicious. <laughs> she will suspect them harder than like the others can, you know. Yeah. Combine. Um Well, I math. don't know.
0: I I feel like there's a a longer conversation about Arya. It I, this is my theory on Arya. I think people tend to not like her because she reminds them of like the worst parts of themselves in high school. Not possibly. Like I think there's there's something about Arya who like nobody wants to be be like yeah that was me but like it's probably true to everyone to some extent and I think like the teenagers like her character because of that and like the the older people like they hate Arya because they just like it's like self loathing almost.
1: Well, I think I think the other liars have fallen into certain camps or very clearly defined roles, mm-hmm. and Arya's I don't think is clearly defined and. I mean the the work that Lucy Hale does with that is amazing because I think Arya is the one where you you have an idea of what's going on in her head the least.
0: Yeah, well nobody wants to be the one who's like selfish and naive and clueless and emotional, you know. Right. But you want to be think... like the the wrecking ball like genius like Spencer.
1: Right, but I think I think what Lucy Hale's is doing is fascinating because you don't know what Arya is up to some of the time. <laughs> uh like <laughs> another Arya. Like her facial expressions in this episode are astounding. Um So we got to math class. We see that it's period one. Algebra or Arya's taking her algebra test number three solve as a, for a Yeah, solve for a. She looks around. She has no clue. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it's like she just can't concentrate. And that bracelet is fucking enormous. Um, Algebra as a senior?
1: Yeah,
0: I don't know about that. Maybe it's algebra two. I took algebra in eighth grade.
1: A lot of people did.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Yeah, I really, which decided, was a like,
0: goddamn long time ago, I realized, like, I, I'm looking at the this quiz, and I'm just like, uh, is that like advanced or something?
1: I despise meth. Um, but mm. I was looking at that that bracelet thing that she's wearing. And I expected that at the end of the episode, we find out that like one of those those things pops off and is actually like a cyanide caplet. <laughs>
0: That'd be um, a lot of cyanide. Uh, it should <laughs> be mentioned that question number one is solve for a. Uh, if you solve for A, the answer is 25. I'm not sure if that means anything, but there you go.
3: Mm,
1: mm. Uh, so she looks around. She has no clue. There's Andrew, uh, one seat up and one row over. He's holding his paper up in kind of a suspicious way as he writes his answers down and works on his work.
0: Well, it's like he's doing it to write on scratch paper underneath or something. But, but he's,
1: he's holding it really high up.
0: Yeah, holding it high enough up for Arya to just kind of casually glance over and be like, mm, oh, those look like some answers I could copy down look around a little, look around a little, mm, teacher doesn't seem to be watching, eh, fuck it, I'm going to copy you.
1: Her algebra teacher, who looks like he's just some boring middle-aged bro, who is dressed like Ezra back when he was a teacher. Um, yeah, Arya though, in the most obvious way possible, which is classic Arya, starts like copying off Andrew's thing. I always like these math tests, though, because the teacher will always say, turn in your answer sheet and show turn your in like your, your sheet to show your work. Sometimes, it
0: depends on the teacher.
1: And Arya's going to be like, I, I hate it. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't have it. Uh let's go to the Rosen High hallway. Hannah's I catching to up to Spencer so as they come down that one staircase that Rosen High has. Um it was one of our listeners, Jenny, who pointed out that in 5B, they're really dressing Hannah like she's Buffy Summers. And oh, uh, I could
0: see that a little, yeah. Uh, really Buffy a, Summers, yeah.
1: Yeah, Hannah has a question for Spencer and it's college related, and Spencer's just like, okay. And Hannah's like, and I know that's a touchy subject since I got into all of these <laughs> schools and you, and she's like, Okay, <laughs> Hannah, what's your question? <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. And Hannah says, no one's offering me financial aid. I mean, some of these schools are like $45,000 a year. Mom can't afford that. She doesn't even have a job right now. <laughs> Spencer's like, wait, I thought she was working for Allie's family. And Hannah's like, well, she was, but she left. Spencer's like, but I thought Jason came back. And Hannah's like, yeah, he did. And she left. <laughs> uh, so she pulls out like a financial aid report from Ballard College and hands it to Spencer. And Spencer's like, um, okay, well, financial aid is based on your parents' income. She kind of flips through the report and Hannah's just, like, waiting very expectantly, and Spencer looks up, like, a little, like, a little cautious, like, alright going right, I'm gonna, gonna, you know, continue. Mm-hmm. Uh, she says, they don't think your mom can pay, uh, but they think your dad can. And yeah, then she gets lots of Hannah face. Yeah, Hannah's just like, fuck. My um, fucking dad, God damn it, goddammit. Where, where are you?
1: Which kind of makes me think, like, Tom Marin is almost like if, if Buffy's dad had stuck around past, like, oh, seriously. season one, you know? Yeah, I saw that comparison somewhere on Twitter um uh, so elsewhere the bell rings we see Arya like rounding a corner coming out of class she's like walking super stiff and guilty <laughs> like she can but, but also like
0: rolling her place. eyes at the same time like yeah. God, that was so lame I had to copy on someone
1: andrew comes out after calling up to her she turns around and gets super sweet and she's like oh hey andrew what's up and he's like what's up as i saw you reading my answers copying them down what a fucking narc man
0: yeah, like what, what do you well, care yeah
1: she's just like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yeah, Andrew's super suspicious and dorky here. Well, she's like, like, who
0: cares? Like, people used to copy off me all the time in school. Like, don't be a dick about it.
1: Um, And Arya's like, I couldn't focus in there at all. I froze. And he gives her this look at first, like, the fuck do I care? And then she, Well, it's like, like he doesn't
0: understand, like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's well, like, I test well. I don't know what you're talking about.
1: She does her Arya thing where she looks around, makes sure that no one's, like, watching. <laughs> and she steps forward and she's like, okay. I got a conditional admission like into Savannah College of Art and Design. If I don't make honor roll this semester, then they could completely withdraw my acceptance. I'm so sorry. I just panicked. And I, he's just like, slow down. I'm not mad. I was just trying to manipulate you into showing me the goods.
0: he's <laughs> like, you're not? Uh, it's like, hey, don't take this from her, Andrew. She wants to be mad. Yeah. Uh, also, did you notice Andrew's shirt? It's like one of those alligator polo shirts, only instead of an alligator, it's like little like like cat eyes.
1: Andrew's a wardrobe's a little too hip this episode for me. I
0: have some comments about Andrew later, but those cat eyes are suspicious. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm.
0: Um, anyways, and Andrew's like, uh, you know, he's not mad, but if you need a tutor and Ari's like, I don't, I, I don't. There's, there's just a lot going on right now. And, and he's like, well, if you'd rather get caught cheating and he turns to leave and it's like, whoa, slick blackmail, bro. Yeah. He totally didn't even have to insinuate it. Uh, and Ari's like, wait, and she reaches out and grabs his like muscular bicep there, and she's like, um, how's tomorrow? And she kind of like puts on this game smile. Mm. Like, is he gonna charge her for this? He's gonna charge
1: her one side boob per hour.
0: Like, is is, is he just hoping this turns out into a makeup make up or make out session? It's like um, the
1: only porno Andrew ever saw was like the tutor who just seduced the high school girl with like knowledge. I
0: think he thinks like that Spencer encounter is like. Like, that could happen at any moment. Like, I better now. keep tutoring people. Um, I can he's take trying to make it happen. It's never going to happen, Andrew.
1: Arya makes perfect sense at SCAD. I've I've been to Savannah, and it is co- the kind of quaint <laughs> necropolis of a spooky, ghost-centric history that makes perfect sense for Arya Montgomery.
0: Yeah. Arya's like, sorry, Andrew, you might look like you're 40, but I'm not into it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, because he looks like he's 40 and also maybe a child at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's like he's, he's he's too buff of a baby face. Uh, so outside somewhere... We see like, a... I like
0: my men kind of weak and reedy.
1: Yeah, true, true. Uh, <laughs> we see a sign for uh, Camp Coetohi uh, in a welcome ranger station. Then we see Emily and Talia like, riding past on bikes. bikes. Whatever,
2: yeah, uh, Lesbian Tal- bikes.
1: Yeah, Talia laughs and says that she hasn't done this in years. And I'm not going to harp on it, but I would like to know Talia's age, which I'm going to assume is 20. Uh, uh
0: somewhere between twenty and twenty-two. I to me, it's like they're not. It's not a teacher-student thing. Emily's eighteen. It's not that big of a deal, you know. Like, yeah, she's still in high school, so it's like a little weird, but it's not nearly as weird as an Ezra Arya thing.
1: Well, nothing is as weird as <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Emily asked if she's you
0: well, get a look at uh, Talia's bike there? No. Like Emily has like a you know mountain bike. Talia has a bike from like nineteen forty-three. It's, like, mm-hmm. this, like, old, you know, bike with, like, a big, goofy handlebars and, like, the cover over the tire. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Like, where'd she get the bike?
1: Well, maybe she's also a vampire. Mm-hmm. Who's just lived in Rosewood for a hundred years. Um, So, Emily asks if she's having fun. Talia says yes. Emily's right about this date. And Emily's, like, riding downhill, standing on your pedals. It's the closest you can get to flying. So, they stop because Talia wants to show Emily something. And they, like, walk off in the woods somewhere. And Emily's, like, here. And Talia's, like, here. And apparently this is where... And he says, "This is where you had your first kiss." And Talia's like, "Yeah, Marvin Biglioni, Big which is a straight-up mafia name." Yeah, Marvin Marvin Biglioni became Big Marv, and he's handing out cement shoes and lead sandwiches. But he's in that that but, mafia that I think uh, Hannah tried to turn Tanner onto to last yeah. season.
0: <laughs> yeah, but uh, apparently, in the summer after fourth grade, uh, Talia was meeting this guy, and he looked like a frog. His cheeks were out to here, and she like holds up her hands. This guy sounds disgusting.
1: Uh, gross. That's vile.
0: So they laugh, and Emily's like, "So we're trying to turn him into a prince." And Tally's like, "Yeah, girl can dream." And she's like, "So we are standing right here, and he leans in, and she's kind of doing the same thing with Emily now, like taking Emily's face in her hands." And Tally says, "And right as we were about to seal the deal on my first kiss ever, he burps, and it's wet." And it's just like, "Ew, that's gross." It's like you're speaking for all of us, Emily. Why would you tell that story? Yeah, this is really that's not romantic. No. And Tully's like, and all I could think of was do over. I just want to do over. It was awful. And Emily's like, Yeah. Ew. In your face, Emily. You thought you were gonna make out. Think again.
1: Yeah, then Emily vomits in her face.
0: And Tally's like, okay, for you. okay, your turn. Tell me something. And Emily's like, uh, my first kiss? And she looks a little hesitant. And she's like, I don't know if we can bike there from here. Hmm. And Emily's like, um no, tell me
1: your biggest fear. Alligators.
0: It's like you know, just a normal getting to know you question. What's your biggest fear? That's not suspicious at all.
1: Oh yeah, I I don't. I've been in a lot of relationships that have been long over, and I still haven't told them my biggest yeah. fear. <laughs>
0: Emily's just like alligators, crocodiles, aneurysms. Exactly. Uh, and, what and, are your three biggest fears? And Emily's just like, and Tally's like, okay, you know what? Stupid question. And Emily's like, no, no, it's it's not. It's just, uh, and she's kind of looking away and. Talia's like, too soon? I get that. I mean, there are things I'm not ready to talk about either. And she's nodding, and Emily looks a little worried now. And so she just, like, goes for the old standby, just, like, leans in and kisses Talia.
1: Well, I feel like Emily is so used to so much, like, weird awkwardness that needs to be smothered in a moment from, like, dating Paige and probably mm -hmm. even Maya. That this is her move. It's just, like, jump on that grenade with a kiss.
0: Yeah. That'll smooth things over. And Talia's like, what was that for? And Emily's like, do over. They smile and walk on. Yeah, uh, it
2: looks very smitten.
0: Cut to Sad Casamaren. Uh, it's it's like dark inside. It's like somehow it's like it, it looks like it would be a cloudy day outside. The way this is lit in here as Hannah walks in, mm. it's all gloomy. Uh, the The bottle of wine is out. The glass is empty. I think that bottle might. No, well, it's a full bottle. Okay, I'm looking at it now. I was, wasn't sure if it was empty for a sec. But uh, Ashley's pondering that wedding ring in her finger. Got the bottle out hannah comes in flips on the lights all
1: the fan fiction begins yeah Yeah. hannah comes in sees her mom's in a bad way asks if she's okay and ashley says that she talked to ted she stopped by the church after the blood drive because he deserved an answer and she's like i said yes that i want to marry him why and then i told seriously
0: why ashley like like you know in your heart this is a bad move like he's not a good match like it's like he's like an aspirational marriage like ashley you're you're never gonna be a church lady what why What do you, what do you, where do you think this is going? Like to to me, it baffles me why someone like Ashley who likes wine and is like not a total party girl, but like kind of has like a, a wilder side than like Rosewood likes. It's like Ashley wants to be the good Rosewood girl, but she's not like she should be with someone more fun.
1: Well, she should be with someone where she doesn't have to suppress who she is. Yeah. Never mind the whole church thing. Ted is horrible. Just when he's sitting there having dinner with her in their kitchen. I mean, like, no one wants to hear about your fucking stories about Fouquet. No mm-hmm. one wants to hear a guy who laughs before his own punchline and then laughs after his own punchline.
0: Uh, uh, one of our listeners tweeted us that, uh, I think it was Trey Lala, uh, that uh, Ashley needs to go to Andrew for some batting practice lessons. He mm-hmm. can tutor her in that. Mm-hmm. I would approve of that.
1: So basically, Ashley yeah, needs to become Mrs. Robinson.
0: Eh, Andrew's probably 18. I mean, he's like 40.
1: I I, I get what you're saying. Grass on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, she she wanted to tell him what happened when he was away that she went to the Bone Zone of Jason Lorenzo. So, Hannah's a little surprised with this and size and Hannah faces and asks, what did Ted say? And she says, he said he needed to think. He said he would call me in a he couple said, of said, I need to think, you whore. <laughs> he couldn't even look at me, Hannah. And Hannah says that she's going to make them some dinner. You know, is there I'm some just... stuff for salad? And Ashley kind of shrugs like, like, shit, I don't know. Yeah. Uh,
0: Run away, Ashley. You don't want owe this asshole anything. Like, just because he paid your bail that one time doesn't mean you, need, mean you need to marry him, you know?
1: I think she's put in enough time after he put up, what was it, like $100,000, $10,000?
0: He got that money back.
1: Every single moment with Ashley Marin is worth a hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You piece of shit. Um, Hannah looks at her ballot card, just like folder in her bag, contemplates it, decides it's not the time, slides it back into her bag. Um, we cut to Spencer's kitchen, where Spencer is getting ready to cook herself some frozen microwavable mac and cheese.
0: A lot of people are like Spencer would never do that, and I, all I have to say to you is S three E seventeen. Yes, she would. Spencer eats
1: mac and cheese sometimes. Is this the one where we first found out where the uh microwave was? Like Yeah, the, it's like so low. Well, also the earlier this season when Toby broke the news that he was gonna join the, the cops and he like whips out the two frozen dinners <laughs> like Spencer, who's gonna cook this meal I was promised? Um so she's on the phone of Arya who's really given her the business. Arya's just like, and you thought that Melissa was A. Oh wait, I, wrong I, about I, that, remember?
0: I got this better. Uh, She's like, and you were wrong about that, remember? And you thought Jenna was A, and you thought Toby was A. And you thought Noel Khan was A. And you thought Caleb was A. And you thought Ian was A. And you thought Jason was A. And you thought your dad was A. And you thought Garrett was A. And you thought Cece was A. And you thought Paige was A. And you thought Wilden was A. And you thought Ezra was A. And you thought Ali was A. And you thought Holbrook was A. Wait a minute. And Spencer's like, I know, but... And Utter is like, look, I promise to keep an eye on Mike if you promise not to jump to conclusions. Which is completely impossible because, number one, Arya can't keep an eye on anyone. Number two, Spencer is like the sole owner of a jump to conclusions mat.
1: Well, also, I always love it. This scene is basically a scene of two psychopaths enabling each other. <laughs> uh, the only one I think you forgot. It's
0: going to work this time, Spence.
1: <laughs> the only one I think you forgot was Byron.
0: Fucking Byron. I knew I forgot someone.
1: Yeah. Um, th- of course, a lot of people have jumped on this fact. We see Arya in her living room at the end of this conversation. She has her phone upside down (laughs) to the point that even Lucy Hale Instagrammed about it. Obviously, this is not like some top secret clue. It's just an error, I'm sure. I like
0: to think it's just Arya's, her adorable quirkiness. She's like, you've seen my fashion. I hold my phone upside down. It's like in Back to the Future when they wear their clothes inside out.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What fascinated me about this, though, is I guess it's just an error or whatever. But, like, you would think that Lucy Hale, the actor... Would be so used to muscle memory alone to <laughs> using her own phone. <laughs> How does that end up upside down? I don't know, but I kind of like it. Yeah, I love it. I love that it's just something. T- I really wonder if they were like, you know what, let's do this. I'm just curious in six months if anyone would notice this on the internet. Um, yeah, so Spencer's like, fine, deal. And Arya sigh is like, well, wow, that's settled then. So what are you and Toby doing tonight? And Spencer's like stabbing some air holes in her at dinner. And she's just like, we're not. Something came up. Ari what wants to know you?
0: about that uh, Spoby update.
1: He says, what about you and Ezra? Got any Friday night plans? And Ari's like, "Oh, no, no, I'm staying to prepare for a study session of Andrew." And Spencer's like, kneeled down in this a fascinating shot, where like you can see Spencer like in a ball, like like contemplating the microwave. But well, Spencer's, yeah, she like,
0: she crouches down the like the microwave below the kitchen island, so she has to crouch down. Draw which seems her legs. uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like uh, Spencer knows what she's doing there. Uh, And she's like, Andrew Campbell, and, like, her radar's up. And she's like, be careful there. And Ari's like, why? And Spencer's like, um, the dimples, mostly. And she has, like, this wonderful grin. Like, Spencer has more chemistry with that phone than she does with Toby.
1: Yeah, or Johnny. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, be careful of Andrew because he wants it.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, Ari just kind of, like, rolls her eyes snarking. She's like, okay, I should get back to it. Talk later. Spencer's like, later. So she hangs up. Mike beeps. pulls out her TV dinner stands up and oh of course fucking egg just showed up uh he's right there you know like standing just just waiting to surprise her as she rises up from behind the kitchen island
1: like he came in through the front door
0: by the way I'm just calling this guy egg from now on
1: that's fair um mm-hmm. Johnny's egg uh he's wearing a jean vest over a hoodie and a camouflage shirt it's like did he steal this from the dumpster outside Caleb's apartment
0: yes um, well, hi, it's so neat that like high. Spencer's, she's clearly surprised, but she does a pretty good job of playing it off. Like, it's like she, she just kind of snorts at his presence. Uh, and so this dude goes right over the, like the freezer drawer in the fridge. And Spencer's like, Oh, this part of our rental agreement, uh, get, you get a radar fridge. And she's like getting a plate out for her mac and cheese microwave dinner there. And egg is like, uh, thought he had plans with Toby. Hmm. What is it with this guy and Toby?
1: We may never know. So then she says, well, something came up. Duty calls. And he's like, oh, cop stuff. And she's like, yeah, that's the technical term for it. He tells her that he's painting a mural at Hollis tonight. And she's like, wow, that's like a huge get for you, loser. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it is. And I could use my illustrious assistant if you're available. Mm-hmm. Spencer says not available she, like that egg yeah, she up she the wrong know, tree. since her mom really wants her to email a bunch of these family contacts and you know, Johnny asks if she's back on the college track and she like, said that
0: like it's like something awful like oh god yeah. back on the college track yeah yeah and she's like
1: yep apparently the Hastings are very well connected and I have a third cousin twice removed who works at at uh is it Colby College
0: Colby College which I believe is a shout out to the writer Lila Braz's uh almond mater. And Egg here is like, I promise you real dinner if you if you come. Fuck you, Egg. Mac and cheese is a real dinner.
1: But this guy can't afford a real dinner.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> She's like, are we gonna get it from the dumpster behind the restaurant? Is that what you mean by the real dinner?
1: <laughs> like that episode of uh, Seinfeld where Elaine realized that her boyfriend was homeless.
0: <laughs> He's doing a runner.
1: Yeah. Well, this guy paid his rent and change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I would say in, in fiction, in television that I can think of, the greatest call out to to one's alma mater is an angel. when We find out that Eve went to UC Santa Cruz <laughs> uh, while she's having sex with Angel. Uh, mm-hmm. So Ari's living room. Her phone rings while she's studying. She picks up the phone, but it's not hers that's ringing. So she realizes that like Magic Mike's bag is right there. She starts like digging in, finds his phone. It's from a blocked ID number. Well, I think pops- it, the
0: phone's like in the couch cushion. It's like it fell out of his pocket.
1: Well, she ponders what to do there, so she answers it. And we get that recording. That this is a call from the Chester Women's Correctional Facility. You have a call from inmate, and we hear what sounds like Allison DeLonge's voice. Pretty Say, sure that's Allie's voice, yeah. Hank Mahoney. And Aria's like,
2: what?
1: So you know,
0: the woman press- says, press 1 to accept the call. Of course Aria does. And immediately she's like, Allison? And it's like, click, never hangs up. And Aria's like, Allison? <laughs> Good job, Aria. Scared her off. Oh, uh, and Aria's just, like, right stunned. There. Like, what the fuck is going on? I like that she like, for like a half second, she was about to call out to Mike, but then she was like, nah, I'll answer instead.
1: It was like, she's just sitting there like pontificating in her mind, like what this all means. Like, I feel like Spencer literally lives the life of a waspy rich girl in a detective novel, but Arya like really thinks that she is internally. Um, I did a little minor research. I can only assume that Hank Mahoney is a reference to the man in the gray flannel suit. I'm not positive on that. Could be just a name they like
0: or if it's like an anagram for something
1: it could be like uh like a rusty venture (laughs)
0: that's not a rusty venture
1: after the commercial we're we're outside hollis college at night we're outside the thompson building spencer's there with johnny there's like a ladder johnny's unloading his spray can paints and he's he's got one of those like miners lights on his forehead
0: yeah like a head-mounted lamp uh looks like a huge door Mm -hmm. and spencer's like do you usually paint in the dark and egg says oh it's easier this way i don't bother the students the faculty they don't bother me can you help me with this and uh, he puts his, like, lamp in, like, some kind of, like, spread mode. And then moves over to the ladder. Um, Pro tip, Spencer. No one is hired to paint a mural with spray paint in the middle of the night.
3: No. Just
0: throwing that out there. Mm. Maybe this will come up. Uh, And, like, Spencer's got, like, the uh like the hoodie, the messy ponytail thing going. This guy's, like, not worthy. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Uh, even,
1: even in, like, Spencer's lo-fi, relaxed... Nighttime mm-hmm. lounging look, she looks like a million fucking dollars compared to this guy. Yeah, he so doesn't even he, look like he's worth the change that he used to pay his rent.
0: She helps him set the ladder up, they kind of move it in a position, and uh, he's like, perfect. And she's like, just what were you going to do if I said no? And he's like, uh, ah, probably stand outside your window and jerk off. Uh, no, or, he says, probably,
1: call- boombox playing in your eyes.
0: Yeah, he says, probably call my myself, call Sophia, my girlfriend ex-girlfriend who just broke up and spencer's like sorry and egg says don't be it's a good thing i tend to fall for women who are unavailable emotionally or otherwise it's like, run spencer run away uh and spencer's like but you were just gonna call her anyways i mean wouldn't that make her think you're still interested and egg says yes probably did i mention how bad i am at relationships oh my god run away spencer this guy's like he's like every red flag
1: Johnny, like the actor, he he delivers half of his dialogue with that kind of like nervous energy of an actor like doing an audition. They don't want to blow it. They want to get all their lines out to show that they memorize them.
0: If somebody ever says to you that they're bad at relationships. Believe them. That's not like a, a thing you like advertise. as like a funny, you know, like, ah, ha, ha, I'm just bad at relationships.
1: Well, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they're just, you know, whatever. But I think nine times out of ten, yeah, if someone tells you they're bad at relationships, it will be followed shortly thereafter by them showing you that they're bad at relationships. I hate Um, drama. It's complicated. Spencer has a good laugh about that. Johnny climbs the ladder and starts his, in quotes, mural. Uh, and Spencer reflects on the fact that she's never been to this side of the campus. And Johnny says, yeah, "You know, notice this—that there's nothing up here but a bunch of old research labs, and he's here to revitalize the place." Spencer's like, "Oh, I used to come to halls a lot as a kid. My parents would take Melissa and me here to summer concert series back when I thought I was going to become a famous violinist." And he asks, "What happened?" And she's like, "Um, I'm more of an appreciator of the arts." So he asks, "What's well, that well, supposed to she mean?" She has this
0: like great smile that's just so wasted on this tool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's
1: like it means that in the Hastings family if you don't excel at something you just move on to the next thing
0: and he's like egg says uh, so you've never done something just because you love it and it's like bullshit sure she has she commits crimes and spies on people all the time because she yeah. loves it
1: seriously she has bolt cutters in her car
0: yeah and she says well how can you love something if you're bad at it
1: well he- hold on emily loves empanadas mm-hmm. ezra loves romance and running a coffee shop None of them are very good at those things.
0: <laughs> no, indeed. Uh, so, uh, Egg like rolls his eyes at this and he like puts his headlamp back in like spotlight mode, shining down on Spencer. And he's like, I usually manage. Spencer smiles. And it's like, ah, stay away, Spencer. This jackass will lead you to ruin and like steal your kidney and sell it for heroin.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, big moment here. Magic Mike's c- room. Cut to, uh, Michael Montgomery, shirtless. Getting swole in his room, he's got the weight bench right in the middle of the room. <laughs> he's doing some dumbbell curls. What are those, like maybe fifteen pounders there? Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe. <laughs> yeah, Magic Mike with his shirt off is suddenly like ridiculously jacked. Yeah, uh Aria's pounding on the door.
1: Oh, he's also he's blasting TV on the radio. He is lathered in baby oil. You know what
0: song should have been playing? Oh, huh. the song from Boogie Nights when we first see Dirk in his bedroom oh that's good you know that you know the song right it's just like a, a musical the big like top. instrumental yeah no not top. not the big top it's just the instrument instrumental like I, I can't even sing it but
1: the one where they do like the pan around the, the pan room. around the room yeah okay i got you yeah um I, I was gonna initially say it should be goodbye horses i don't know why
0: i mean he has <laughs> like it's a 10 pack and like ridiculous like there's like muscles on like the side, you know, like it's like, like this dude is
1: jacked, well, uh, and he's
0: like a foot taller than Arya now.
1: What's weird is that you you thought that you were watching PLL, but this mm-hmm. actually just turned into pain and game. Yeah, and also Mike's hair is another muscle that he can flex. Uh, he asks what she wants when he opens the door, and she holds up his phone and she asks like, "Why is Allison calling you?" And he's like, "Well, Whoa. Arya
0: doesn't blink at all that like suddenly her brother is like totally ridiculously ripped."
1: Nope. Well, it's, because. She's like, you been here He's first of all, he's blasting that music. Like, he, yeah. when she's outside, you can hear. That's all you can hear. So I'm sure that she either assumes that he's either like, like lifting weights or like jacking off constantly in his room for presumably months now. Yeah,
0: really building up his muscles in there.
1: Uh-huh. Um, so she's just like, you know, like, why is Allison calling you? And he's like, what? And she's like, first you he pick he, s-
0: have- he seems generally confused here. He's like, yeah. what?
1: Yeah, she's like, first you visit her, and now she's sending you secret messages from jail? Who the hell is Hank Mahoney? And he's just like, I have no idea. And takes the phone away from her. And he's like, next time don't answer my phone. And she screams, why are you letting her manipulate you like this?
0: You know what Al is capable of? And he just like, blinks there. And she's like, Mike, I know that you got in a fight with Mona the night she died. Something is going on, and you have to tell me what it is. And he's like, I don't have to tell you anything. Slams the door on her face. Good job, Mario. You know, I, watching the scene, my other thought was like, it must smell like holy hell Ooh, in there. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, later on we Teenager, go back to Mike's room. Teenager
0: in a like, poorly ventilated room working out constantly.
1: It's funny. It's, when we go back to his room, that's the first line of my notes is just imagine what Mike's room smells like. Mm. I mean, this guy laid in bed for like three months being depressed. I'm sure he's not, you know washing his clothes like he should or himself i mean ella
0: isn't there anymore to take care of them so
1: yeah and who knows, who fuck knows where byron is it's and Arya is not caring enough to make sure that mike's getting the hygiene help that he needs i
0: don't know it's possible i mean she's got a lid there she walks by that place and like i don't know just like slides a couple air fresheners under the door
1: but maybe also Arya needs a certain amount of strife in her life because the feelings journal is not going to fill itself up mm-hmm you know what I mean, uh, <laughs>
0: dear journal. Holy shit! It smells next door.
1: Smells like a dead body. Like a <laughs> dead body. By the way, I don't know where Mona is. Um, so Hannah's bedroom. Uh, Hannah's now hanging upside down. Speaking of supernatural things.
0: Yeah, I like this. This is the second time we've gotten somebody upside down, like lying down. I think we need Arya and Emily now.
1: Well, play. I think, I think just gonna to shout out to. I think this fits with Sarah's theory that Spencer and Hannah are the only real people. Oh yeah. Uh, so Hannah's talking on the phone to Caleb. She says, no one wants to believe that Mike is helping Allie, but if Allie can take down Holbrook, a grown-ass man with a police badge, who knows what she could do to Arya's brother.
0: I think like the legend of Allie grows.
1: Everything about that sentence is magical.
0: Also, Hannah took down that grown-ass man. hmm hmm And then uh, Ashley walks in, so uh, Hannah's like, Caleb, I have to go. <laughs> no Caleb in this episode. We just hear Hannah talking to him on the phone.
1: Well, he'll get he'll get a credit just because. Well, you'll well see. it's like a
0: series regular.
1: Oh yeah, he, yeah, that's right. There is a. No, he's thing, a guest yeah. star, but he gets a credit. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, she's a. T- she has to go. She sits on the bed as Ashley comes in. Says that her dad left her a voicemail. It's about lunch tomorrow. Tom said he's at the office all day, and they'll have to catch up another time because he's a dick.
0: Yeah. And um, are there anything in particular you need to catch up on? And Hannah says, "Well, I was, was going to bring this up earlier." And Ashley's like, "Bring what up?" And Hannah says, "I found out why none of the schools I got into are offering financial aid." Apparently dad had a really good year last year and I just wanted to talk to him and ask him if And Ashley cuts her off. She's like, Hannah, your dad's financial ob- obligation was worked out in the divorce settlement years ago. And I says, well, it's not enough, mom. I just want to talk to him and see. Ashley's like, and what? Explain that I don't have a job anymore. And I-, I would rather not share that story with anyone else. Thank you. And Hannah says, if he's the reason we're not getting help, then he should take on the extra expense. He has the money. And she says, listen to me going to your father is not going to fix this and hannah just looks kind of glum but not really convinced either and ashley's like i will figure this out understood i will rob or fuck whoever i need to don't worry about it
1: well hannah hannah nods but i mean it's like like i said two episodes ago come on ashley hannah's gonna hannah
0: time to make a visit to the lasagna box
1: yeah, like, you should have tied her up, because she's going to go see her dad.
0: Well, a lot of people are down on Ashley in this scene, but I feel like part of this is she's trying to shield Hannah from what an awful shitbag her father is.
1: Well, and I don't, you know, I, I don't consider it to be selfish. I can fully understand her, her like, look, I don't want this asshole. No, I don't want a job. Mm-hmm. Four months ago, I was about to go to jail, and, and he, like, rubbed that in our fucking faces. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who left her for his secretary. I mean, come on.
0: Who wasn't even as attractive.
2: Yeah, well,
1: yeah. Uh, so the rear window brew. Ezra's chilling on the couch, going through some employee files when Emily walks in and sees them. I, I don't know if Emily's been working this whole time or what. Did
0: you get a oh, lot of this couch?
1: It's not a terrible This thing. is
0: like a, like a man's man, like leather couch. He's like moved in here.
1: Uh, must have been donated. Mm-hmm. Uh Emily sees him. She's like, paperwork on a Friday? <laughs> and Ezra's like, yeah, I'm just trying to stay ahead of the game. Turns out I don't get weekends off anymore. He's so smarmy. Or, and she's like, oh, or summers. And Ezra's like, LOL. Uh, Hard life for
0: the pedo brewmaster.
1: Yeah, he has some to, uh, Talia's left already. And Emily they, says, yeah, she was just saying goodbye. And he's like, you two seem to be getting along a lot better these days. Scale of one to ten, how clueless is Ezra? Uh, yeah, the thing is, I, I know some people read it as like, he's obviously aware and he's just playing it mm. cool. But like, no, he doesn't get it. Also, well, did you
0: happen to notice that uh, Emily is like uh, t- supposedly sweeping right now with a broom? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Shay Mitchell like never held a broom before this scene. Like, she's just, <laughs> just waving w- it. Watching her pretend to sweep. She's just like, I had no idea what I'm doing.
1: Yeah, yeah. They don't do this in Dubai on Photoshop, yeah. guys. Um, also, it's been two weeks since she's met Talia. But like, like she's, Well, she... I like
0: how like Emily, she smiles too widely at the thought of Talia, and then it's like, uh oh, I need to rein this in. Like, quick, think of something that will make me stop smiling. So yeah. she's like, oh, Ezria.
1: Yeah, she's like, on, like, Spit on Cloud Nine. Yeah, she's like, ah, uh, oh, can you believe that Aria might be in Savannah next year? We could have our very own Southern Belle. And I thought to myself, maybe she should put out a country album.
0: hmm. Ezra is just confused. He says, Aria got into SCAD? And Emily says, oh, um, yeah, <laughs> thought you knew, bro. She was really excited, like confused pedo face. And anyway's like, hmm, I'll let you get back to work. And she goes back to pretending to sweep. And as she's pretending to sweep, she's looking down. and There's all these like papers in front of Ezra and she frowns. And she says, isn't Talia's last name Sandoval? Why does it say Mendoza on her file? And Ezra just like holds up her like, you know, HR file. And he says, maybe Mendoza's her married name. A lot of people use their maiden name professionally. Which like, like professional, like barista chefs yeah you know they have well, stage names
1: maybe the job that she left inexplicably to come work here
0: mm-hmm. as so like yeah actually uh mendoza is just the name she uses uh but really it's al Ghoul. that's her last name
1: <laughs> um the yeah, emily's like yeah but talia's not married as checks the file and he's like yes yeah, she is she's like, got her allow husband. me to
0: correct you
1: <laughs> she's got her husband listening to her emergency contact and emily makes hannah face
0: and Ezra's like, hey, I got all these other HR, HR files here. Anything else you want to know? Just satisfy any curiosities? Just personal info, you know?
1: He's like, Ezra's like, also, Emily, how do you manage a coffee shop or be a man? I don't know how to do it. I'm asking um, for a friend. <laughs> outside Hollis, Spencer climbs up the ladder with the miners' light on. She sees that, from our perspective here, Johnny has painted, like, three rabbits on the awning there. Basically, the cover any copy of Watership Down. And, uh, well, yeah, it's it's like
0: this is like a canvas awning that's like above a window and a bench. So, you you know, if you're in the courtyard, you wouldn't even see this.
1: Yeah, she says, It's really great, but who's going to see it? And he's like, Those people up there, the higher ups. And he's like, Hey, catch. And then this hipster scum off Banksy here tosses her a can of spray paint. And Spencer's just like, Hey, hey." throwing things at people on ladders? Not cool.
0: But her her cat like reflexes still caught it there.
1: Well, she's still Spencer Hayes. You know what else
0: isn't cool? egg
1: true uh he gestures for her to you know get going there and she's like i told you i'm not an artist and he's like we're not leaving till you paint something and then spencer spray paints dicks on the faces <laughs> of all those bunnies
0: <laughs> she says i could ruin it and he says that's a risk i'm willing to take i totally wanted her to just totally fucking ruin it now <laughs> yeah
1: just spray paint it all black
0: yeah so she shrugs and opens can shakes it and she's like okay and so she leans over and kind of makes some quick little sprays she's smiling enjoying herself and egg is grinning down below like like what a great guy he is for forcing people to do art yeah uh, and he's like looks good and spencer's like you can't even see it from down there uh, and egg's just like staring up like he definitely has a thing for spencer like he's just like staring up admiringly like lovingly oh yeah yeah and spencer's like okay come take a look so she finishes she's making her way down the ladder and when she gets to the last step she kind of slips and falls and he has to catch her she gasps and she's like oh sorry and there's like some awkward fumbling, like they're a little too close and like it's like for a moment maybe Spencer is like kinda not minding if they're too close, and then she kinda remembers and reins it in, you know, takes off the headlamp and gives it to Egg and he's just like, Well, let's see the damage and Spencer's like, Yeah, I'll clean up down here but she's quiet now. I think she realizes that like went farther than she wanted it to go.
1: Also, I think she realized that she has more chemistry at that ladder mm-hmm. than she does of him. He climbs up the ladder looking back at her and pulls out his spray cane pray can start spray painting some more um we, then we cut back to magic mike's bedroom uh, which like i said <laughs> that room has got a fucking stink oh, um God. he's on the computer he's on some kind of like generic instant messenger program as user mike m he types she told me what to bring i'll have it tomorrow what time and then user hank mahoney responds i'll be in touch Mike then gets up from the computer, walks past his giant Iceland flag over to the mini fridge. In there, he's got. Mike some...
0: needed the giant Bruce Lee poster.
1: Yeah, he did. Uh, he's got some some Red Bulls, some bottled water, and a few cans of Power Mass protein drink.
0: Time to weigh up. Uh, but he, so he takes one of these like Power Mass protein drinks out. But instead of like popping the top, he actually unscrews the top completely, and we see this is actually like a secret hiding place can. Uh, and he pulls out a little vial of blood. And he stares at this vial of blood. There's no label on it, so we don't know whose it is. Um, where does one get protein shake cans that are actually secret hiding places for, like, uh, refrigerated materials? That's well, really else, specific.
1: Who else do we know has hidey holes in otherwise unguessable objects? Hmm. I think we missed a scene, though, where Mike then, like, uh, shoots up the uh, blood vial into his scrotum.
0: Uh, so after the no, commercial- These days, it's just a clear spray. You spray under your tongue. Oh, okay. um, well, whose who's blood is this and are all
1: those cans fake
0: like are there any real real power mass uh, whey protein drink shakes or
1: well I mean obviously I mean look at them There had to be some power mass going mm-hmm. on there um, <laughs> they're all they're all actually a like hairspray cans they're all pomade uh, so after the commercial it's the next day Spencer's backyard Johnny walks out of the barn we hear Spencer call out to him hey she's marching from the house holds up the newspaper Spencer's I'm
0: about sorry. to just like mow him down
1: the top story is vandalism at, at Hollis College, the vandalism being Egg and Spencer's mural. Um, you see the picture of the completed mural. You have got to feel bad for the intrepid reporters of the Rosewood Observer. In between the various murders of teenage girls and the people who were arrested for those murders and then eventually found to be innocent in those murders, there's front page hard hitting stories like this.
0: Also, there's outrage over new allegations of abuse in the mayor's office. Could this be like a a subtle hint that the mayor will be like the big bad in season seven?
1: I hope so. This is the same mayor that, if I remember correctly, Spencer interned for.
0: Quite possibly, yeah. Back in the pilot. But yeah, so we we see the mural, which is like bunnies, but then like some like red swatches like blood and it says animal testing equals torture. It's like a, you know, anti-animal rights or (laughs) anti-animal testing. He's he's,
1: he's against animal rights. Yeah.
0: Banksy. No, thanksy. Uh, and Spencer's like, what the fuck is this? And he, like, takes a paper and smiles, and she's like, you're smiling about this? You don't get to smile about this? You told me that you were hired to paint a mural at Hollis. And Shady and Egg here is about to get technical. He's like, I did not say hired. I was careful about that. Like, it's all, like, smarmy.
1: I like your reading of that. Like, it's almost like Spencer's gonna grab him by the lapels and, like, lift him up off the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you're smiling about this?
0: Yeah. And Spencer's like... Well, you know what else he didn't say? Vandalism. And he says, if I told you the truth, would you have come? And Spencer's like, no, of course not. Look, I'm all for protest art, okay? But I'm not for getting tricked into doing something illegal. And she just marches off. He runs after her and he's like, Spencer, hold on, hold on. she's like, what? And he says, I'm sorry, okay? I I wanted you to come. All this college talk with your mom. I thought maybe you'd enjoy coloring outside the lines for once. Oh, fucking hell no, Egg. Like, do you have any idea who you're talking to right now?
1: I like that lyric the next time I my notes is like, Egg, you have no idea who Spencer Hastings truly is, do you? I, I
0: really just want Spencer to just like, we need the full on I'm the one who knocks speech here. She's like, you
1: clearly have no idea who you're dealing with. <laughs> Someone spray paints a mural on a college and you think that of me? Uh, she's like, for once, I was arrested, Johnny, for murder. And they drop the charges, but I cannot mess up again, okay? I can't be arrested again. And she starts to walk off, and he's like, I didn't know. And she's like, well, now you do. Well,
0: he's, like, totally Spencer. stunned. Oh. Yeah, she takes Whoa. off. It's like, hey, hey, nice one, Egg. I guess your finger isn't as locked on the pulse of Rosewood as he thought it was.
1: Well, yeah, Mr. dialed into the, the, this Whispers and Secrets town, all caught up because he read a few newspapers and saw some missing girls posters and telephone poles, mm-hmm. but he had no idea. I mean, like, how do you go from reading about the dead body in the yard to like not picking up on the fact that like well, Spencer's like color like outside her the lines,
0: bitch, I'm the prime suspect
1: in like three murders. Or maybe she should have proved her cred right then and there and just like kneecapped him. Mm-hmm. I think Spencer's the kind of girl that she not only like shoots the gun, she does that thing where she turns it sideways.
0: <laughs> no, Spencer, she uses proper aim. Um, and a silencer. Although it makes me wonder like, is it possible the Hastings are like somehow like like hiding the press coverage of their hoodlum daughter? They like lean it on the paper to like keep it
1: out of the uh the news. Could that be why he didn't know? That would be interesting. It'd be it'd make a lot of sense. I maybe Peter had to call in some favors from his this guy he knows, Marvin Biglione.
0: I mean if you're gonna ask like, Hey Rosewood, who's the most dangerous people in town? Like Spencer's at least number two, right? Behind Alley.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Well, like, yeah, so Peter comes home and he's like, it won't be in the papers. Don't worry, Spencer. And she's like, Dad, how are you going to keep it out of the papers? And he turns and he's like, because I bought the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now the, like, uh, what do they call it? The publisher? Yeah.
0: There you go. Oh, I miss Peter Hastings.
1: Seriously. Uh, so, Aria's living room. The books are all laid out in the coffee table there. There's Andrew on the couch for Aria. And he's like, what's next? Vectors in Equilibrium or the French and Indian War? Which reminds me, I have a serious hankering to watch. Last of the Mohicans again.
0: There's always a good reason to watch The watch, uh, Last of the Mohicans.
1: It's a fantastic uh, movie.
0: Yeah, Arya's totally spaced out right now. She's not paying attention, she's being dissociative. And Andrew's like, Arya? And Arya's like, oh, sorry, I'm a little out of it. I didn't get much sleep last night. It's like, really?
1: Why is that, Arya? What were you doing last night?
3: Well,
1: I mean, is, is Andrew's thing that he just likes matching his brains up against some truly, magnificently insane women? Is that why I, he's
0: here? I mean, there are worse things, right?
1: Oh, I mean, anything that gets you any kind of alone time with Ari Montgomery is, wow, mm-hmm. mythical.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he, he, like, adopts, like, concerned bro posture, kind of, like, yeah. leans back, turns his head. Is anything wrong? And Ari's like, no, no, I'm fine. Uh, I guess I should choose what I'm worst at, right? She picks up the physics book. And Andrew's like, I take it math and science aren't Fitz's strong suit? Oh, party foul, Andrew yeah aria's face well, is just like excuse me and then aria says excuse me
1: he <laughs> you know andrew's obviously not like a grown-ass man as hannah put it but he's mm-hmm. he's dipping his toe in some of those same just just dipping his toe in the same sleazy waters as like holbrook you're playing
0: with fire bringing up ezra yeah,
1: yeah yeah um andrew's like i mean you could always ask him for help right assuming you're still together and it's like andrew are you tutoring or are you fishing and Arya just
0: like stares at him. She's like, let's, uh, just stick to the books. How dare you? <laughs> uh, and this bro, like, he leans way over and it's like, I don't know, what was your feeling on this? It seemed like he was just a little bit in her personal space here. Not like a ton, but yeah. like he's, he's making sure his, you know, his arm is brushing up against her shoulder a
1: little here and there. Andrew's this guy that like all of your sensors tell you that he's harmless but But it's like when you look out the view screen you know you get
0: your protractor out like observe his like angle of intent there
1: yeah yeah he's 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 leaning over he wants it yeah so uh he slides closer as her books are open and, and, and he's like okay there are two types of physical quantity they are and she gets a text and she checks it. it's from hannah that says any news about mike and Arya's lock screen is like a silhouetted image of swings. One of them's moving. They're empty. Clearly, this is proof that she is insane and also a and red coat and black veil and also maybe the vampire. I didn't
0: even notice that. That's um, I'm sorry, the vampire who?
1: The vampire bride of Hitler.
0: Oh, there you go. That is a actually a kind of a cool uh, lock screen.
1: Isn't it so Arya, though?
0: Oh, totally. Like just the empty swing. So much drama. Um, and Arya just like stares into space. <laughs> uh completely ignoring andrew's question so he answers it himself he's like vector and scalar that's correct and she finally notices him and she puts the phone down and she's like oh sorry uh, and she goes back to her book and the phone immediately rings again so andrew just like grabs it before she can and he holds it up and he's like which is your phone and Ari's like scalar and he says and if your phone were to sail through the sky accelerating at a rate of uh, three miles per, se- per hour per second and Ari's like vector uh, and her, but Harari's face is like, motherfucker, give me that phone.
1: Well, she's freaking out because no one has ever touched her phone besides her before, except for Ezra that one time.
0: Mm,
3: if a, a knows, and
1: I'm assuming so does B and C. Um, Andrew laughs, and then he reads the message. The newest one is from Hannah, too. And it's like, have you talked to him yet? And Andrew's like, looks like someone's worried about your brother. And Ari like, takes the phone from him and sets it on the end table. The end table, which now has her Matryoshka dolls on it. Hmm. Uh, and she looks uncomfortable and just wants to study at this, like, dimpled, hunky it, nerd.
0: Do you get a look at Arya's purse there? It's uh, it's right next to the Matryoshka dolls. It's like a weird, like, it's like giant owl face with these huge eyes. It's a really bizarre purse. You'll see it more later.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Just so I point that out. It's like red and pink and blue. She's wearing, like, black. <laughs> of course.
1: I'm assuming that whatever's inside of Arya's... Is- Purse also includes like a portal it's like the Hellraiser dimension.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Arya's like her hair, worth mentioning. She's it's like up in like a kind of a side braid thing where it's it's like from one angle it looks like her hair's up and then from the other it's like coming down the side. It's a totally bizarre look.
3: It's a very Arya look.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so it cut to every window, brew kitchen. Emily walks in the back where Talia's like stirring up a whole mess of stuff, great jammy looking stuff.
0: Some sort of like I don't know, berry compote.
1: Yeah, uh, Emily's bringing dishes and shit to the sink, and Tali's all like, hey, come here. And Emily's disinterested as fuck. Ooh,
0: there's, there's cold, cold shoulder happening yeah, right now. there's
1: a cold now. war brewing here. She's uh, like, no, I've got another table to bus." And Tali's like, you have to try this. And Emily's like, I'm really not hungry. And Tali's like, oh, come on, there's always room for dessert. So she brings over like a spoonful, and Emily like backs up and is like, no, I'm good.
0: Yeah, Emily is not in the mood. Yeah. Uh, and Tally's like, Emily, hey, are you okay? What's wrong? And Emily just, like, slams some dishes down. She's totally pissed. She's like, you're married, Tal- Talia. That's what's wrong. I saw your last name, Mendoza, and it's the same as your husband's. And Talia's just, like, deer in the headlights. And Emily's just like, were you ever going to tell me? And Talia's like, yes. And Emily's like, when? Talia has no answer. And Emily's like, I don't understand. And Talia's like, Emily. And Emily says, I don't understand how you can stand here all this time and not tell me this. How you can kiss me, how you can tell me you like me, and not tell me any of this. And Talia's like, Emily. And... Just then, clueless fucking dork Ezra strolls in, and Emily sees this and just, like, storms out. Ezra's like, is everything okay in here?
1: His hair is magnificently huge in this scene. It's like he's trying to rival Magic Mike's hair, but without the shaved sides.
0: Oh, try hard.
1: He just looks like an insidious, handsome guy. Like, he should have, like, a cane and a sinister monocle.
0: I think it's time for Ezra to grow the goatee.
1: Yeah, yeah, and get, like, really really uppity about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, just, just a goatee, though. With, like, kind of, like, the uh, the pointed sides to the mustache part.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah.
1: Yeah, like the devil.
0: Yeah, so uh, everything okay in here? And Tal- Talia, like, nods, like, kind of, like, looking away to, like, hide some tears. I'm sure Ezra's like, oh, everything's fine.
1: <laughs> Another you know, happy day at the Ruin Brew. <laughs>
0: I guess this is why you don't just let anyone see the HR files, Ezra. Maybe things could go wrong.
1: Like, wasn't there a book about how to run a business of employees that he didn't read. <laughs> Running businesses for dummies. <laughs> so we got to Tom Marin's office. We see him walking out, talking to someone. He passes a sign that says, Marin Briggs & Associates. And he's listed as Tom Marin's CFO. Um, and Tom's like, I'll talk to May. She'll set it up. He shakes his dude's hand. So he's a way. CFO. Mm. Mm-hmm. He had a good year last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he turns and there's Hannah waiting in the waiting room for him. And she's like, hey, dad. And, you know, it kind of sucks because it seems like Tom Marin has a lot of employees and they have to work on a Saturday, too.
0: Yeah, really. Um, Hannah looks amazing here, too. She's like luminous. Hannah's she's, got a Hannah. Know, gotten all dolled up to see her dad. She's, you know, she's smiling like. How could he say no to a face like that? We're going to find out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Outside the window brew, Emily gets on her bike and starts riding away. As she does, she passes Magic Mike on the corner of the ATM machine there. She stops at the corner, looks back and watches him. Magic Mike's getting a bunch of cash out of the ATM. Like a fat wad of cash. Yeah, then he takes his cash and his skateboard and walks off. he <laughs> I don't know how he doesn't even accidentally see Emily.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean... I don't know. He I mean, was to me
1: the liars. Whenever they're doing this mode, which will be fascinating when we actually get the PLL video game off the off the ground, mm-hmm. is they stand out like sore thumbs. Everywhere well, he he never
0: faces her direction. Basically,
1: I feel like in this town. I mean, you think he's a Montgomery? He should be looking around constantly like his sister. Uh, I but think we're he's...
0: overlooking the skateboard, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mike's is... a
0: skater. Like since when? Who, who also is like totally jacked? Like I didn't know you could do both.
1: Well, like wouldn't he? Fall over i don't know so emily like you know being a good plo she walks over and grabs his receipt which just came out of the machine which for some reason mike didn't grab because he's a dummy uh we see the generic atm receipt it's 251 p.m he withdrew 400 dollars from an account which has over eighteen thousand left mm-hmm. in it
0: That's some fat stacks and emily's like huh hmm well, I so you, what, you what could the magic mike or... be doing with all this cash maybe it's from the strip joint that he works at yeah, you see
1: on Twitter the plL adult fans who are all like this is more cash than i've ever had in my entire adult life <laughs> um, Yeah, that
0: that's happen? probably true well you know it, there's like the, the counter narrative to all like mike's being ch- super shady stuff like couldn't it all be like like number one he's working a strip club number two he's getting jacked up with steroids and that's what all the shady s- stuff is about hey, it's like buying the steroids
1: we'll buy you a lot of HGH pain cream mm
0: mm-hmm.
1: you could rub it every um. So after the commercial in Ari's living room, Ari and Andrew are still chilling on the couch. And they're laughing. He's checking the phone. And she's like, we good on time? And he's like, I've got about an hour to batting practice. And she he says, you want to move on to Spanish? And she's like, baseball team? Spanish group? the Are there any school activities you're not involved in? And he's like, yeah, you. Mm-hmm. Why you why know, you bounce, suddenly,
0: bounce? Andrew seems like a dark, uh, dark horse A candidate here. Because he's oh. like, well, compared to your exciting life, mine must seem really... And she's like functional, healthy, and he's like planned. Exactly. I don't know. Like, you always have to wonder about characters who are like suspiciously present and you're not totally sure why they're around. Andrew's one like, of those characters.
1: It's like, just like they overloaded the Hannah thing. Mm-hmm. You know, last week was like, it's really piling on from Andrew from this point on the other side. Well, it,
0: it's subtle, but it's there and that's the fun thing about this show is that uh you can't trust anyone so you're you're totally free to like work up a the theory about basically anyone
1: yeah yeah uh so Arya smiles there's a knock on the door she says "One to andrew goes open the door it's emily what well, would have like absolved andrew from my suspicions if he was just like fuck not you again <laughs> every time fields every goddamn time and then emily comes in and she's,
0: like, again.
1: she's like oh andrew I almost didn't recognize you with your clothes on.
0: Exactly. Well, I feel like nobody mentions like, "Oh, Andrew, you're you're such a, a busy guy with all these, you know, like academic, uh, you know, obligations." By the way, are you still on the amphetamines? <laughs> is that still working out for you with that uh, prescription you have? That must help.
1: Yeah. Um. So Emily comes barging in, and she's like, "I need to talk to you about Mike." She Arya like looks over to Andrew, and then Emily looks over to Andrew, and her face here is hilarious. <laughs> hey. Andrew nice I to see you with your clothes saying. on yeah. Yeah. Andrew just waves and he's just like hi Emily so Arya then leads Emily outside on the porch which like run Andrew <laughs> just run <laughs> run out the back door
0: yeah so out on out the porch uh Emily's showing Arya the ATM receipt and Arya's like where did Mike get $18,000 and Emily's like doesn't a always have access to a shitload of money I mean maybe this is one of Ali's secret accounts and aria says mike got a call last night from the women's correctional facility Emily's like from allie and aria says i think so she called said her name was hank mahoney and hung up it's got to be some kind of code hmm. and Emily's like and now he's got four hundred dollars burning a hole in his pocket uh and then they hear a, like a car door shut and an engine start and aria's like mike just took the car
1: well i like and, how they they stare off off screen it's it's mm. fascinating it's like obviously they they can't get the location or what have you it's well oh, we've never actual actually record.
0: seen like like the driveway of Arya's house.
1: Oh, uh, well, we've seen the front of it like one time.
0: We've seen like the basically the entryway, front door part. Yeah, but
1: well, like when Arya, I want to say it's when her and Emily 16. come back, come back to that party that that Mike's having. When uh, oh yeah, the, that's know, true. We kind of saw part stare. of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it reminded me. It's very interesting. It's very theatrical, but it reminded me. Um. Of like Caleb and Spencer in the uh, the Ben of Sin a few episodes ago, where like Caleb's just like we're just sticking on Caleb as he watches Spencer move. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, anyway, so Arya's like Mike just took the car, and he's like we need to follow him, and he's like how I'm not riding on your handlebars.
0: Oh, I just Arya, don't deny us that visual because that would have been wonderful.
1: Arya, go home. Uh, then they look inside and they're like, let's use this chump. <laughs>
0: So they go back inside, and Arya's like, hey, Andrew, can we borrow your car? Emily's like, just for a little bit. And Andrew's face is like, he's like, this is a huge mistake, but I'm going to go with it.
1: Double, it, double toil and trouble, Andrew.
0: Yeah, he picks up his keys, and he's like, uh, do either of you drive a stick?
1: And Arya's like, not Emily. Uh,
0: clearly not. Uh, good job by Andrew here. He's contrived a reason to ride along on a liar mission. Mm-hmm. I'm all about, like, the car is not even stick. Like, he just, like, keeps, like, shifting to neutral and back, like, to make it look like he's shifting.
1: And they never notice. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if there is a gossip girl in Rosewood, it's Andrew. Like, he's the, he's, like, the head of, like, the PLL, like, like, fan community. <laughs> well, speaking of the,
0: uh, like, the camera lingering, like, when Arya first got up to answer the door there, the camera stayed on him watching her. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Like, obviously Intentionally. Uh, they they want us to be thinking about Andrew right now.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Whether or not something will ever come of that mm-hmm. or if it's, you know, it's just good business to always have a wide barn of suspects. So go back to Tom Aaron's office. Tom's meeting of Hannah. Oh, uh, man. He's behind the desk and she's sitting across from him, which is a little too businesslike for, you know, Oh,
0: yeah. There's a lot too much of that.
1: And yeah. he's like, Ballard, Skidmore and Trinity? And she's like, not bad, right? So he is says this
0: like Trinity in the U.K.? Is there another Trinity? That would be
1: amazing. In your fucking face, Spencer. Hannah's <laughs> going to England.
0: Yeah, and Tom's like, not bad at all. You know which one you want to go to? And Hannah says, not yet. I still have to figure out how I'm going to pay for it. That's sort of why I want to talk to you about. And this asshole leans back now, like he's talking to an employee. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Your mom and I have an agreement in place. She's got an issue." And Hannah's like, "Well, she doesn't. I'm the one asking." And Tom says, "Hannah." I'm so proud of you. I really am. But not that proud. (laughs) Uh, And Hannah's like smiling right now. Like she doesn't see like the blow coming, you know. And Tom's like, but I didn't even know you wanted to go to these types of schools. This is, this kind of thing takes planning. And Hannah's like, so what are you saying? He says, I'm saying $10,000 a year. It's like, wow, way to to itemize and delineate exactly how much your daughter is worth to you. Like this is a business meeting
1: to belittle her again on the same track he says that's what your mom and i agreed
0: on why not just write down a number on a piece of paper and slide it over to her <laughs> and hannah's like totally crushed and tom's just, just like no no, no 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 let me make it worse yeah and he says kate starts at dartmouth in the fall and i cannot afford to put two kids through private school even though i'm a cfo
1: and uh, hannah's like boiling baggies
0: yeah and hannah's he says hannah It comes down to dollars and cents, and I just don't care about you. Uh, He says, I just don't have it. And Hannah's like, you're paying for Kate? And he says, Hannah, Kate worked hard for this. She got early acceptance, and I already promised Isabel I will take care of it. And Hannah's like, so Kate's going to Dartmouth, and you're paying, and you didn't even ask me where I applied. He's like, well, the last we talked about college, you said you'd rather spend the money on a beach vacation and a good manicure. I mean, it's like the last we talked about college, I was 12 years old and obsessed with donuts. You never even heard of Kate. And Tom's like, Hannah, I want to help. I just and Hannah's like, you just you don't want to disappoint the wrong daughter. I get it. So she just gets the fuck out of there. Like, holy shit, you're a huge asshole. Tom Marin, like like Peter Hastings is just like, ha ha, still got it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yes, is-
0: I'm not the worst parent in Rosewood.
1: Yeah, like, Tom just, like, leans back and he's like, oh, I'm the CFO of the Bad Sad Dads. Um, god
0: damn. Even Byron That's is impressed by that. He's like, wow. Thanks. Th- that takes some No longer in shit. the gutter.
1: <laughs> That's some serious shit. Mm-hmm. Just laid on your daughter. Yeah.
0: Wait, I mean, like, like, what the fuck? She's your natural-born daughter. Like...
1: Well, I like the... Well, I feel like, tragically, this is what happens a lot in these situations. But he's like, I promised Isabel I'd take care of it.
0: <laughs> well, like... Kate was so awful. Like, how, how could you like Kate over Hannah? Yeah. God, this guy sucks.
1: Yeah, like, Kate, who was so wretched, she had to leave Rosebud High in shame.
0: I mean, this is the kind of thing, like, Hannah, if you never spoke to your dad again, no one would complain. No one would say that was a bad move. He clearly doesn't isn't interested in your life at all.
1: Yeah, this could have been the uh, swan song of Rort Critchlow in the show. He
0: cares $10,000 per year about you. That's mm-hmm. about it.
1: Mm-hmm. When he, you know, Hannah maybe 18 maybe on the maybe like an adult here but like he's clearly making about his arrangement with the mom Mm -hmm. and it's always going to be the child he doesn't give a shit about
0: well and not even a like hey you know i i haven't prepared for that kind of money but let me do whatever i can let's let's sit down and figure out how you know how i can help out like just like sorry that's a number yeah fuck off you know like i clearly don't care about your education
3: yeah
1: uh, so we get yeah. Spencer's bedroom at night. Spencer's on the bed. She's doing some computer stuff. She's typing an email to Melissa's. Melissa Hastings at PTMails.com from Spencer Hastings at PTMails.com. This we just made me realize
0: how much I miss Melissa.
1: Yeah, seriously. We get Spencer's voiceover, which is, I owe you much more an email, especially this one. I know it's a long shot. But any chance Ren still has that contact at Oxford? Ren. And then she's, she sends the email. It's I not even Ren, like, too. love Spencer.
0: Yeah. Uh, we see the... Behind that email window, she has that online story about the vandalism up on her computer, and she kind of smiles to herself, like kind of you know appreciating her bad girlness. And her mm-hmm. phone beeps, so she checks it.
1: Hey, live fast, die young. Spencer does as well. Um, she looks so weary and bitter, and like the faintest smiles on her face. And she gets a text. She checks it. I really wanted her to prove her bad girl cred and like go light the barn on fire while Johnny's sleeping in it. <laughs> um, she's, she's like, the- it's art. Got <laughs> to, to Andrew's car. Andrew's driving. Aria's riding shotgun. Emily's in the backseat of her phone and says, Spencer says she'll meet us there. They're following Magic Mike. Aria points forward. Left. He's turning left. Andrew's like, Do you often follow your brother places? And Aria shakes her head. Not usually. The, the look on her face as she says this, it's so genuine. Like, mm, I usually, no. You know, like, we we talk about. What Troyan can do with a scene, and what Ashley Benson can do with a scene, and you know, Emily Fields, what she or what uh, Shay can do with a scene, but like, like I said, I don't think we ever talked nearly enough about how much Arya does, how much Lucy Hale does with just her face as her primary instrument. It's we may have
0: discussed it a few times, not nearly enough. Ever. It's on the bingo card.
1: <laughs> oh, we need to talk about that hardcore, afterwards. yeah. Um, so. He's like, and you have no idea where we're going. And she's like, um, I'm sure it's close. And he's like, what exactly is going on with Mike? So Arya's like struggles to come off a good lie. So Emily steps in with drugs.
0: Andrew's like drugs. And he's like, you know, like stimulants, amphetamines, the Andrew's drugs.
1: Like, oh, study aids. <laughs> Which, by the way, guys, isn't it about time for another Dark Spencer saga?
0: Oh, God. Hasn't she had enough? <laughs>
1: but the the look that no it's it's time for the
0: dark emily saga i think
1: uh i feel like since season four we just had this bubbling juicy dark emily saga brewing up Mm -hmm. i just want another scene of her like threatening like uh uh what's her name jenna's friend in the street
0: they need to like they need to do the dark emily saga where it's not like we kill Paige and that's what sets her off you know
1: Well, yeah, she doesn't need to have another dead girlfriend. Yeah. What Emily needs is a storyline that culminates in her, like, having a sword fight on a bridge over a volcano. Mm -hmm. That's what we need. Um, Emily's like, "Uh, yeah, we think he might be dabbling. And Andrew's like, we see his eyes in the rear view. He's like, (laughs) Like,
0: really? (laughs) And Ari's like, yep.
1: You know, so, yeah, he's staring forward. She's like, yeah, like, Sure. Aaron Sorkin has some issues of women that need to be resolved. And clearly his obsession with the cult of the white newsman of perfect hair took a blow this week. But I feel like Lucy Hale would be amazing in an Aaron Sorkin vehicle.
0: Oh, she totally would. Yeah. I, she yeah. Would, she, she's she's totally really right. good at fast-paced dialogue.
1: Um. So Emily checks her phone. She's like, well, no word from Hannah. But Spencer's getting on the highway. So I'll just text her when we get to. And like, Aria shoots her another glare. And Emily's like, get to where we're going. <laughs> so they pull over as Mike's getting
0: out of his car up ahead. They're at a restaurant called Jonah's Diner. Uh, it's like some weird, like highway dive restaurant. Is
1: this where we've have we been here before?
0: I don't think so.
1: Is this not? You don't think this is where uh, Pretty Eyes met Spencer at the end of
0: uh, No, no, it's a different came? place. Yeah, right. uh, this place is like seedier. Uh,
1: what well, first as I pulled up, I straight I straight up thought they were going to Merlots.
0: Yeah, seriously. Um, which isn't that actually where they shoot True Blood? Don't they shoot that on the Warner Brothers lot? I could be wrong. Wouldn't shock me. Yeah, I think that's actually correct. Um, okay, so they, you know, Mike's getting out of his car, and it's so Ari's like, thank you so much for the ride. And Andrew's like, should I come in with you? And Ari's like, no, no, you got it from here. And he's like, well, how are you getting home? And Spen- Emily's like, uh, Spencer can give us a ride. And Ari's like, yeah, and if you leave right now, you can still make the end of your batting practice. They both just like bounce out of his car, and Andrew's just like, what the fuck? Like, I, th- I didn't even get to the tag along for the good part.
1: I would have killed if Arya's line was if you leave right now, you can still miss your batting practice altogether. <laughs> so they're in the woods somewhere. And at first, I, like I said, I thought they were going to Merlots. We see the sign that leads to where they're going. It says Jonah's, which offers the best rhubarb pie in the state. Which I still prefer a good pecan because I'm not really sure what a rhubarb is. I think it's a vegetable. Pecan. Like, where, never... where
0: do you rank pecan pie in your pie rankings?
1: It's high up there.
0: Really? Higher higher than apple pie?
1: Oh yeah, apple pie's played out.
0: Higher than cherry pie?
1: After I had to watch an awkward actor have sex of an apple pie, I'm done with apple pie. I I I don't blame that on the apple pie. I would rate key lime over apple. Hmm. Let me ask you, what the fuck is a rhubarb? Uh, I think it's like a berry. As my first introduction of whatever rhubarb is, whether it be a berry vegetable, was actually like a throwaway Jack Nicholson line in 1989 Batman. That's when I first heard the word rhubarb and I I've, I've never known what it is. I don't know where you buy it. A rhubarb pie is a
0: pie with rhubarb filling.
1: Wow, good. Nice. Thanks
0: thanks, Wikipedia. Uh it's nice. a species of plant. Um yeah, some sort of weird plant.
1: So we keeping up his usual motif, I'm sure they'll be selling rhubarb pie at the uh, ruin de Bruce soon. Just a screw it with Jonas. Is it like uh, a so- tuber?
3: Hmm.
1: so they're marching forward aria is just like glaring at emily the whole way she's like drugs seriously em and then she storms off in front of her like shaking her head in disgust
0: <laughs> Whenever it's not whenever, the worst excuse
1: no it's not it's, it's a perfectly fine excuse but yeah. Arya was choking but whenever Arya can be indignant with the others it's she's going better. to yeah. yeah we see andrew watching them from the driver's seat of the car which yeah Andrew still
0: still concerned
1: yeah. So the liars pop into the coffee shop. They see some bro, they see his feet walking towards the booth where Mike is sitting. Once there, Mike stands up and he's like, a Mike. And then we see that this bro is Cyrus Patrillo. Off
0: brand Pacey from the Sideways Universe.
1: Cyrus is like Hank.
0: Yeah, so they shake hands and Ari's like, That's Hank Mahoney. Uh, by the way, the Arya and Emily here are standing like right in the middle of the restaurant. I could not yes. stick out more. It's screaming. That's yeah.
1: Hank McConey.
0: And Emily's like, No, that's Cyrus Patrillo, Ali's fake kidnapper. Oh shit. And we see Mike pull out a like a little padded envelope from his inner like jacket pocket and he sets it on the table, like, dudes, you're being so inconspicuous right now. Like why don't you have like a neon sign floating above your head that says like drug dealer or something?
1: I but still I wanna go meet somebody at a diner and do this. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: so they those two sit down and Ari and Emily just like watch them from the middle of the restaurant. Um,
1: I know it's hmm. not, but I really wish this was the same place where, uh, where Spencer met her skip tracer in the dark Spencer saga. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. So also other than like, uh, Cyrus, like, Miles wispy, Corwin. Yeah. His wispy facial hair. Uh, Cyrus and, uh, Mike had the same haircut too.
0: Kind of, uh, Cyrus has got a little more on top.
1: Are you sure that he has more than Mike? Mike has like. The great wave off the Japanese coast, like floating over his head there.
0: Yeah, but his like the rest of his head's like c- close, pretty close crop though.
1: Yeah. So after the commercial, we're in the brew window. Brew. Hannah comes rushing in. She walks up to Ezra. And Ezra's like, Hannah, are you okay? And she's like, Where's Emily? And he's like, She left early. What's going on?
0: Well, and Hannah's so, like
1: pretty emotional right now. Yeah, she says nothing. That she just left her phone at her dad's off. She can't reach anyone. She seems mildly panicked. And he's like. And you can't go back and get it? And she's like, no, I can't. I cannot go back there.
0: Well, like, hey, Ezra, you think maybe she considered that?
1: Well, and so Ezra uh, says, okay, look, you don't have to tell me anything, but you can if you want to.
0: He's like, but please tell me something. I'm holding on by a very thin thread here. I'm living vicariously through the lives of teenagers. Please, please, please tell me something.
1: He's like, I'm not, you know, watching your guys' every move through cameras anymore. It's really getting..." So mm-hmm. Hannah gives in, sits down with this jerk because I know we had talked about like Hannah was the last one after <laughs> he was nice to her in that hallway in that one scene. Hannah was the last one where we wanted her to like tell him off, which I think that ship has sailed ever since they had group sex at Christmas. But they cozy, up, they cozy up on the couch and, you know, I'm reminded of the, uh, the scene where Hannah interviewed to, Mal- to be Malcolm's babysitter oh yeah choo choo all over the Han express so tears in her eyes, she tells ezra that her dad doesn't think that she's college material and ezra has this look on his face for a moment like are you yeah says he
0: thinks kate is not me and he never thought that i'd go to good school and now because of him i might not get to and ezra's like sorry who is kate like you don't know ezra yeah you stalked her for how many years uh i feel like the writers are just like having fun making ezra a tool now like, they seem to delight in, like, putting him in these, like, like dorky situations.
1: Well, at some point, I think you realize that Ezra's a tool. And, yeah, your only option then is just to have fun with it. mm
0: mm-hmm. uh, So, Ezra but, says...
1: Oh, "No, Hannah says, my stepsister. Mm-hmm. My stupid, perfect stepsister with raging back fat.
0: She says, you know, I, I wanted to help him. I wanted him to help pay for school. But you know what I wanted more than that it was... For him to just look at me once and say, I knew that you had it in you. It's and nice Ezra, turn of Ezra starts nodding and you can tell like, oh shit, time for a lame story about Ezra's like tragically hard existence. Mm-hmm. He says, that was in high school. My parents couldn't agree on a single thing. Except for the fact that it wouldn't amount to much. <laughs> and Hannah's like, and what happened? He says, and I didn't. They were <laughs> correct.
1: He's like, look at me, Hannah. <laughs> Fucking look at me.
0: What do you think?
1: I'm running Luke's diner here
0: once they cut me off, and I realized that I was on my own, I took out a bunch of loans, I applied to every job that I could, no matter how ridiculous. and I paid my way through school by myself.
1: Wouldn't this been great to do like like a quick cut to like a like a super fast like Ezra doing shitty jobs mm-hmm. like like montage and I mean like, like him dancing as like the principal was like putting a dollar bills on Ezra's like g string <laughs>
0: would he get hired for that job though?
1: Patrick Swayze's like, I can only assume that if you <laughs> hired me instead of Ezra, it's because his body is so bad.
2: Well,
0: he's got to still be paying on those student loans then, right?
1: I would think. Well, I don't know. He went to Hollis. I mean, he went to a Hollis college no like, one's ever heard of.
0: It's like a private college. I don't know. I'm still paying my student loans. He better so, be.
1: I don't know if it's accurate or not, because uh, so many things aren't. But the wiki listed as a community college. Hollis? Yeah. <laughs>
0: wow that kind of takes byron down a peg or two yeah, it really does no wonder, i don't know if he can get an mfa from a community college i'm skeptical say, of that
1: <laughs> no wonder byron like made the jump to uh syracuse mm-hmm. <laughs> yet
0: yeah, somehow uh, they have a satellite school in new orleans
1: yeah yeah uh so he's like pay my way through school by myself you know one of those guys who stands outside the hot dog unit from 90 degrees and hannah laughs and she's like you were a hot dog and then he's like oh yeah yeah i was the best damn Hot dog.
0: And now the audience demands Ezra on a hot dog suit. Like, that needs to happen. Maximum humiliation.
1: Sad pedo hot dog. Pedo dog. Pedo dogs are not kosher.
0: 90 degree heat. And Hannah laughs at this and wipes some tears away. And he says, I know this isn't the same, but I used to be your teacher. And I always knew that you had it in you. And Hannah's like, ah, oh, you're right. It's not the same, you fucking pedo. In fact, it's creepy. Yeah, she smiles.
1: Yeah. Um, I really wanted her to, like, pull out a fork and, like, stab him with it. Because it's hot dog. <laughs> Um, so outside Jonah, Spencer's now there, parked, getting out of the car. She apologizes, so she got there fast as she could. Ari and Emily are already perched on the other side of the hood of the car. Like, <laughs> like hiding
0: behind the car. out.
1: stakeout. Yeah. Uh, Spencer says, so what do we know? Anything? And Emily's like, we think that Mike brought Cyrus money. $400. We tried to get close, but they almost saw us. No <laughs> shit. Um, so we see that from their vantage point, they can see the window looking in on the booth where Mike and Cyrus are sitting. Yeah, Again,
0: fortunately, Mike and Cyrus happened to sit next to this, like, huge open window. Perfect for like being spied on.
1: Well, Spencer just like yells up to the heavens. Has no one heard of spycraft? Yeah.
0: And uh, Spencer says, and that message that Ali sent from jail, that was her way of telling Mike Cyrus's new name." And Ari is like, "Yes," so Mike could find him. And Emily's like, "That's what we think anyway." Like, thank you, Emily.
1: Yeah, Emily's- gladly
0: somebody was just like, "These are assumptions. They're not facts." Everybody got that PLL fandom.
1: Yeah, Emily's done that for almost the entirety of five B so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: So Spencer says, So he's here on an errand from Allie? I mean, is it just me or is she even scared from behind bars? Uh, Allie's like the godfather from jail, basically. Yeah. And Arya's like, Look, Cyrus, Hank, whoever this guy is, he's really dangerous and he's talking to my brother. So I don't care if Mike is working for Allie. I'm not going to let him get hurt. So we should just, and she just like starts walking towards the diner and Emily and Spencer have to like physically restrain her. Spencer's like, Aria, stop. Hey, you cannot do this. Look. I know that you're really worried about Mike, but as soon as they leave the diner, we're going to follow Cyrus and we'll find out where he's going and what he knows. It's a very rare moment to Spencer avoiding confrontation here.
1: Well, I think Ari had no intention of actually marching over there. I oh, think I think plan, she did. I think her plan was for them to stop her. So Emily says that if they go in there. They won't know any more than they know now. And then Ari's phone starts ringing. So she's like, shut it off, shut it off. And Ari's like, okay. Then she sees it's Ezra calling, so she hits the client on that shit. um come back to the brew
0: she hits decline and then rolls her eyes and sighs oh
1: bother yeah uh Uh, at the brew hannah walks back over to ezra she hands him back his phone and she's like oh straight the voicemail ezra has this look on his face like oh uh his girlfriend that he did not call after his her best friend told her that she was going to scad earlier Mm -hmm. he's just like oh erm uh well do you want to call somebody else i have emily's number
0: and She's I have like, Spencer's number, I have your mom's number. Do you want me to just track the location via GPS? Because I can do that.
1: I actually have video of all of you changing yeah. clothes, too.
0: Maybe I should just switch on the mic in Aria's phone so we can listen in. Just say the word.
1: Yeah. And he's so like, no, a-
0: it's fine. I'm just going to head home.
1: She uh, thanks, Ezra, for the image of him in a hot dog costume, as we all do. And all, the others, and all the other stuff he said, too. And he's like, yeah, anytime. I finally feel important to a teenage girl again. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so as Hannah's walking away, she sees a flyer, like the one that Paula had at the start of the episode. We see that the grand prize for this teen beauty pageant is $20,000 scholarship. Mm. The entry forms and information are available at teenpageantbatescounty.com. And Hannah's like, hmm. So
0: hmm. what do we think about everyone? Like, they're really mixing up, like, all the S.O.s and, like, various characters with the Liars. Do you think there's a specific purpose here, or are they just doing it to kind of, you know, change things up a bit?
1: um i would not be shocked if they have a specific purpose that they're heading towards Mm -hmm. but i believe you and i've covered this before that we kind of wanted them to shake it up a little bit get some variety in there i mean i don't think that anyone wanted to watch five seasons of like four perfect relationships True, true. Uh, at this takeout, Cyrus and Mike are still visible through the window. Emily's like, I told Ezra about Savannah. I thought he knew. And Ari does this little, like, hand wave. Like, yeah, I should have told him already. And so Emily <laughs> asks, like, why didn't you? And are you guys fighting? And another hilarious expression on Lucy Hale's face. And she's like, I don't know what we are, honestly. I think he thinks he's the reason that I didn't have this perfect high school experience. I mean, is that even the thing? Does anyone have that? And I thought to myself, Andrew, maybe. Maybe no con, Probably no con,
0: Probably Noel Kahn. Probably Noel Kahn
1: um uh, emily says she doesn't know and spencer's like i know you must be missing Paige right now but at least your love life isn't full-on confusing and emily's, just like,
0: emily's face is like pitch please so <laughs> she she hasn't told them about talia yet yeah uh, and then all their phones beep hey it's simultaneous a text feels yes. like it's been a while since we got one of these
1: this has been a very a light season
0: eight yeah at least like actual interactions with a like well, you know threatening texts and whatnot
1: like, start of season five, you had like five episodes there from since like Shauna Costume Shop died to an A made its explosive return. Mm-hmm. And then, presumably, for like from Christmas to Mona's funeral, which is like a three month period, there was presumably no A activity whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they get a text. It's from A. It's a picture of three vials of blood, all marked with some of the liars' names Aria, Spencer, Spencer and Hannah. Hannah. And then Emily reads it out loud, which is Thanks for donating to my Get Into Jail Fund A.
0: And Ari's like, what? And then they look up and Spencer's like, guys, because over at that window that Mike and Cyrus were in front of, they're gone now. Yeah. So the liars walk over to get a better look. And Emily's just like, the envelope, it wasn't money. <laughs> um. So they're assuming that the it was the blood and like Mike just gave their blood to Cyrus. Mm-hmm. The show wants us to think that because they showed Mike with blood earlier. But I feel like there's just some other explanation that we don't know about yet. It It seems too obvious. Yeah because um, behind them we hear like a car door shut and an engine start and i guess this is mike like driving away as they turn around uh and ari's like where's cyrus was he with mike and spencer's like i don't know and then the uh, like a motorcycle engine revs behind them they turn back and cyrus is pulling out like facing them so they just like run away like he's well, gonna he, run them down
1: he kind of in- i feel like he indicates i would like to chase you now
0: and he's, i think he's just trying to scare him But yeah, so they like run away and they get about 25 feet and run over to some dumpsters and he just like pulls up in front of them.
1: So yeah, he's like, so you to watch the kid or me. Hmm.
0: He's he's very cocky right now. I like cocky Cyrus. Like suddenly, like I I had like felt nothing for this character in 5A. I was just like, whatever. This guy's like, like kind of like sleazy and gross. Well,
1: because he looked like central casting background artist, white trash thug.
0: But suddenly, he's, like, off-brand pacey, and he's, like, smarmy and cocky, and, like, he's, like, way more fun now.
1: He's got this, like, menacing, cheesy flair. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He says, because, to
0: be honest, I don't like being followed, and Spencer's, like, "Yeah, something that belongs to us.
1: And it seems to confuse
0: him, but he, like, kind of plays it off as amusement, and he's, like, do I? And I was, like, (laughs) yeah, we just want it back. He seems
1: like he should have a really high voice.
0: (laughs) Do I? (laughs) And uh, he says, maybe we could work out a trade. Uh, but then just as the liars are getting somewhere, Andrew off screen is like back away from them. Now and we see Andrew standing there with a baseball bat. He's there to ruin everything, even he's though he jealous. thinks he's helping. Yeah.
1: Uh, Cyrus laughs, laughs and makes this crazy hand gesture. It's like, it's like Keegan Allen doing Heath Ledger's Joker. Well,
0: <laughs> oh, it's, it's like jazz hands. Like what, like what exactly is he communicating here? Like, like, my hands have nothing in them or like don't worry bro i'm not gonna hurt them like he just like weighs his hands in oh, the air and smiles he was,
1: like, he was like ooh, the drama
0: yeah <laughs> Ooh, how delicious and uh he just like laughs and like glares at the liars and rolls off like suddenly cyrus is like a lot of fun um and so he he drives away and andrew's like you guys okay and it's like no you asshole you just ruined our best chance to get some info oh
1: yeah he makes like puppy dog eyes at them and Ari and Spencer look receptive to it. Emily is like, looks like she's about to check her watch. But well, I feel I, like
0: Ari and Spencer are just like forcing a smile because they don't, you know.
1: Oh, no, no, no. I think they're genuine. But I wanted them to be like, damn it, Andrew. We kind of wanted to hear what he was <laughs> going to say next.
0: Andrew, he has like a never kill a boy on the first date kind of vibe here. Like he, yeah. he, he wants in on this a lot.
1: I think it was Theodora who said that first. But yeah, it's. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, there you go
1: yeah she nailed it with that one um yeah andrew is fascinated but again let's i don't think we, it's covered later but the wording of everything earlier mike said she for all the people who think that mona might still be alive like he could have got his orders from mona we don't know the got from allison everything is very vague and up in the air and i feel mm-hmm. like you could you could really fit this to whatever the actual end game of the season's gonna be you could yeah um
0: well, one of my favorite theories is that Mona's still a <laughs> that she's she's been using this idea of an Uber a as a shield the whole time.
1: Well, remember? Yeah. Yeah. Remember, like seemingly her season two end game was just to frame Melissa and then retire from the game. Mm-hmm. Like she she wants to live a normal life um, with Hannah. So after, yeah. Who doesn't? After the commercial in Hannah's kitchen, she's like chilling at the kitchen counter when Ashley walks in for phone, sits on the counter. And Ashley's like, you went to see your dad hannah sighs and asks if tom dropped it off now she nods her head hannah sighs some more H- H- hannah's pushing a lot of air around in this episode well and
0: ashley seems very sympathetic now and hannah's like i'm sorry i went believe me i am and i didn't mention anything about your job and she's like let me guess he said it all comes down to dollars and cents lol hannah nods like ashley's like yeah i've heard that fucking speech
3: yeah yeah
0: and she says i know your dad can be dismissive also a raging shithead uh says, but please tell me you're not looking for validation in a beauty pageant hannah's like i'm not because she's filling out uh, like the entry form for it and says i'm not the winner gets a twenty thousand dollar scholarship we're gonna have to pay for my tuition somehow and ashley's face is just like my fucking daughter Mm -hmm. and hannah says the tech call and ashley says no and i don't think he's going to and hannah's like so that's it please god that let that be it Mm -hmm. Uh, and ashley's like hannah and hannah says mom you love him does she Mm. Uh, you can't just give up like that like yes you can Mm. and she says you know it's not just her decision and says well he's hurt and you have to fight for him i'm serious you really don't if i can put myself in this beauty pageant then you can call the man that you supposedly love and want to spend the rest of your life with and tell him to take you back the rest of your life ashley think about that
1: well i feel like that's equating two horrible things mm-hmm. <laughs> to each other. Yeah, Hannah, like, offers Ashley her phone, and she's like, here, you can even use my phone. Hannah's what? like, if
0: I'm about to debase myself, you should, too.
1: I wanted to actually take that phone and, like, throw it back in Hannah's face. Um, but yeah, Ashley should have been like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The rest of my life? My life?
0: <laughs> yeah. So Ashley instead goes to get the cordless phone. Just going to give fucking Pastor Ted a call. Mm. Ugh. Yeah uh then uh, though hannah like her phone beeps and we see she's got like one million like angry texts from the liars right now
1: well she she smiles back at hannah like like thanks for the pep talk Mm -hmm. um but yeah there's like four missed calls two texts from spencer two texts from aria one from emily hannah kind of sighs again i really just want to push the idea of ashley and like peter hastings Ooh, now that's a pairing come on
0: they both like their spirits
1: they do they did, they could both meet over a glance one night, late night at the Bradbury. Mm-hmm. I like that we have this whole, like, the It's a whole other show just Bradbury. called The Bradbury. Yeah. It's a whole legend of this one offhand line that we know nothing about. It may not even be at a restaurant or a hotel or whatever. It's the
0: hotel exclusively for, uh, you know, couples with marital problems.
1: Exactly. Um, which is why all of the parents on this show have been there at least once. Mm-hmm. So outside Emily's house, Emily's getting home, getting off her bike. Yeah, she doesn't feel like really driving her car anymore. Uh, she gets a text from Talia. I think it's like, like spring talk?
0: or something. Maybe she likes to, to bike it around. Is Maybe, it Paige's bike? It could be. I don't know. Maybe Toyota didn't pony up the money this past season for the product placement. So they're like, fuck your car. Emily yeah. rides bike now.
1: Uh, so she gets a text from Talia. It's like, can we talk? Emily considers it. Text back, not a good time. And then she hears a door shut behind her, looks back, and there's Talia <laughs> parking in front of her house.
0: Well, Talia just kind of shrugs. She's like, Please? and only just stares at her i mean come on I'm like let her say her peace at least
1: yeah so spencer's kitchen johnny's like dumping a bunch of frozen food into the hastings freezer aria and spencer walk in and Ari is like oh my god spencer a vagrant broke into your home
0: spencer's like hey and egg is like i'll be out of your hair in a minute and spencer spencer turns to aria and she says um i'll uh i'll be right upstairs okay Arya nods but then she looks over and like narrows her eyes at egg before she heads upstairs uh, thanks to Kendra on Twitter for pointing this out. This is a classic, like, Arya eye narrowing. Like, oh, she gives is. him the squint. It's like, I don't trust you, motherfucker.
1: It's beautiful, though, because it's just on the edge of the frame <laughs> as she's walking out. It's, it's the perfect time. It's, it's yeah. such a, uh, an Easter egg for the fans who are mm-hmm. looking for it. And she's like, okay, look, I talked to my mom, and she informed me that she would never, ever buy frozen mac and cheese or anything that started with the word zesty. So I'm really sorry about eating all your shitty food.
0: Don't be sorry, Spencer. That's your fridge. Anything that yeah. goes in there, you have claim to.
1: Exactly. Uh, was
0: his name written on it? Well, also, I'm pretty sure he's not supposed to be putting his own food in that fridge. Uh, anyway. I, a
1: lot of food in that fridge, too.
0: Yeah. Well, it's all frozen dinners. And yeah. Egg says, "Uh, no worries. And Spencer says, and also, you're right, by the way. I doubt that. Uh, she says, I did have fun last night, but I also have boundaries. Mm-hmm. And getting to college is maybe my best chance at getting out of this town. So I really don't want to ruin it. And Egg says, I get it. I do. I don't think anyone who has ever said, I get it, I do, ever actually gets it. Nope. Uh, And he's like, believe it or not, I have boundaries, too. Spencer's like, really? (laughs) And he says, at least I'm trying to. Ha 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 ha. I have boundary issues. Ha ha ha. ha. Run away. Run away as fast as you can, Spencer.
2: How
1: delicious.
0: Uh, And so he looks at Spencer for a while. He's just smiling. And then he goes to leave. And he's like, oh, good night. And Spencer says good night.
1: The way he was zooming in on her. I thought he was going to try to go for the kiss. I didn't like Mm. where it was going. I wanted Arya to run in and be like shut it down.
0: Yeah. yeah. We've never been in more need of Arya to show up. And tell tell Spencer to shut this shit down. Um, And then narrow her eyes again.
1: The thing that I would put out. This is episode 19 of season 5. I would put this out to anyone who's listening. Has the word boundaries. Ever been uttered (laughs) on PLL before? No. Because I think that. This is a lot of, like, especially adult fans come from. <laughs> that's the thing that's been missing is the boundary talk of a lot of these characters. So Emily and Talia are, like, sitting on Emily's porch, and Talia says that she and Eric... So is I just the- did a
0: Control-F boundaries for all of my notes for the show. Yeah, yeah. No matches.
1: Shocking. Um, Talia says that Eric and her started dating in the ninth grade. They were married right after high school. They loved each other, but they barely knew themselves. She says that they still love each other. It's not romantic. Eric knows that she's attracted to women, but she has to be true to herself. And Emily's like, well, why stay with him then? And Talia's like, because he's her best friend. He's been through everything. Talia's like, I know this is complicated. No one wants complicated, which is, you know, Hannah and Caleb want it. That's what Caleb on is word. like,
0: just he's twitching over there behind a bush. He's yeah. just waiting. He's just yeah. like, I, I know where this is going. I don't like it
1: yeah Emily's like you know i'm beginning to think there's no such thing as simple i wanted emily to be like so you're bisexual so what i'm not no, that's not it though with an omniscient cyber ninja puppet master the fate of the fucking world
0: but she's she's not bi though she's no she's not yeah she's, she's um, in, in terms of who she actually is well but i, but know, I mean sp- emily like yeah there's no such thing as simple basically yeah that's that's being adult yeah and uh, until he says you know i shouldn't have lied to you i just don't want to scare you away I know how it all sounds when I say it out loud. I'm sorry, Emily. I just want to tell you that in person. Which, I mean, I feel like Emily can't really be that mad at Tally here. Like, yes, she didn't tell her this important thing, but it's probably not the thing you lead off with. Like, it's understandable why well, it's, she wouldn't.
1: It's probably only been about a week. Yeah. It probably moved very slowly. At the same time, I feel like Emily is well upon her rights, knowing all the facts now to say, I'm sorry, I'm. I'm not looking to get involved with this. I guess. Well, I mean, you're all I'm in not, that position, but yeah, I mean, launch not leading her on, but yeah. Um, so Talia starts to get up and Emily stops her and says, you remember when you asked me, what my biggest fear was there are things that I'm not ready to share with you either. Things that would scare you away from me. And Talia's like, <laughs> that's hard to believe. And I feel like, that's what Emily likes. So she like slides her hand over to Talia's and they kind of like look up at the sky as the camera pulls back.
0: And then Emily says, you may have heard I killed the guy. <laughs> and Talia's like, that's okay. I'm the daughter of the head of the League of Assassins. So, you know. <laughs> uh, so we cut to
1: a shot of the moon. It's a full moon. Yeah. I think it's
0: always a full moon in Rosewood.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's why Caleb's a werewolf. Mm-hmm. Um, we Good suspension bedroom where Arya's like talking to Hannah. And is like, we just filled my overnight bag and ran.
0: And says, was the car back yet? And Ari says, no, not yet. Spencer walks in with like a pillow and a blanket, which like, come on, Spence, can't you guys share a bed? Make Ari like sleep on the floor.
1: Team Sparia slumber party. I think Mm -hmm. they're going to share that bed.
0: Well, what's the extra blanket for? I don't know.
1: Uh, maybe they're getting cold. I don't know. Uh Spencer says that she's glad that Arya's staying there tonight. And Arya's like, it was bad enough when Mike was stealing Janet's pottery, but now this? I am amazed like... that like Arya remembers
0: that. She remembers the pottery. She still doesn't remember that Mike was trying to steal a gun to kill himself. That yeah. just went right over her head.
1: Yeah, well, I, it's a good another callback coming up to this, but I like Hannah's like cryptic line here. This is our blood.
0: Arya says, Well, what do we do now? what do we just wait until a paints a town red in our dna great line basically yes mm-hmm. spencer's like i don't know and hannah says one drop here one spot there and kaboom we're all sharing a jail cell with ali spencer says you are like the queen of not helping as long as she's the queen <laughs> and Arya says see there's a reason i'm afraid of needles which aha i knew it or of course Ari would be afraid of needles and mm-hmm. they all sigh Hannah says we should have spent the summer in haiti Spencer rubs her arm she's getting cold so she gets up to shut the window and she says I'm gonna go get us another blanket so she goes downstairs and as she's walking in the living room the camera pans over to one of the side door windows and we see there's magic Mike he's walk- watching he's, he's creeping yeah he's spying Remember on them.
1: the last time he was there I think was when he broke in and like slammed into Aria
0: e- yes yeah mm-hmm.
1: uh, so let me get the
0: well, it seems like they're trying so hard to make us think Mike is being evil this is so clearly a misdirect i mean i don't know what to exactly but like i feel like whatever you think it is it's not that's how
1: the writers work it's it's classic peel hours like the two Mm -hmm. to three episode arcs of like the red herring well my my point that i've made a few times now talking about the magic mike storyline is that the fact that the liars are clued into mike tells you that mike is not a. (laughs) I
0: mean, he may be up to something but, but, I mean,
1: yeah. I don't think the Liars really have any clue. They're, they're nowhere near. The closer they think they're getting to A, the farther A is. Mm-hmm. Um, until they reveal that, you know, either Arya or Hannah or Spencer or Emily is actually A. Uh, so, let me get the A tag. We see Black Gloves A, probably Black Hoodie A. Uh, looking at the vials of the blood, the Liars name on them. We can hear the audio playing from that Hannah and Caleb video where they're talking about how to destroy the evidence. Yeah, we, that's
0: like looping in the background.
1: We see all the goodies here. The hard copy of Hannah's rental agreement. We see all the bag evidence. We see a different laptop playing that video. We see some... A gets out some droplets of Hannah's blood and starts putting them on Mona's clothes.
0: Well, and you see there's like a baggie. Like, there's Mona's phone in one. There's her belt. Yeah, it's all... All this incriminating evidence. A is just like waiting to unload. Mm -hmm. And uh, she has uh, Mona's pants, I believe, have been taken out of the baggie. And A is using a little eyedropper to... Little, take some blood out of the vial of Hannah's blood and drop it on Mona's bloody pants. Mm-hmm. Surely drop, drop, that drop. will come to no good later. Yeah, out damn spot. So mm. that was out damn spot. Fun episode. Um, Let's say, uh, e- even though we had to put up with a lot of uh, stupid egg and uh, whatnot, and, and Papa Marion just being a huge shithead.
1: It was. Uh, uh, would you say a tale of sound and fury signifying aria
0: i'm gonna get some you know that there's the major you know kind of in your face storyline just like mike is being evil and then there's a more subtle like what's going on with andrew all of a sudden yeah um and and this johnny guy Ugh. i mean i maybe his deal is just that he's like this like skeezy wannabe banksy guy but i still feel like there's something else there he seems—he well, seems, seems, like they're, they're he seems very nervous about like the Toby situation in general. Maybe it's just because he wants a bone Spencer. Or maybe there's something else.
1: Maybe he's on the run from the law.
0: Mm-hmm. Got some warrants out.
1: Yeah. Um. And you know, even though I think we're not going to see Holbrook for a little while, there's still some questions lingering from that situation. Yeah. Uh, the thing I liked about w- the way they left Holbrook, it was like he was basically living like in a poison ivy movie. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um. So, yeah, we have some notes to get into.
0: Yeah. I oh, always should say the next episode is called Pretty Isn't the Point. Uh, that episode is an Oliver Goldstick and Francesca Rollins written episode, directed by Melanie Mayron.
1: Excellent. She's back.
0: Yeah, Arya's uh, her boss. Whatever happened with that? She Aria just, like, stopped showing up.
1: Well, remember, like, episodes and episodes later, somebody asked Aria if she had a job, and she said, yeah. hmm And the audience is like. Really? Didn't she sure like that? Didn't she like get fired from that job because Ezra had a sock drawer full of money?
0: Yeah, pretty isn't the point with uh there's apparently like a hip hop dance that uh, Emily and Hannah do. Well,
1: I remember they had, Surely one of the highlights of the season. There had been those like Instagram photos like like months and months ago of uh Ashley Benson and shane Mitchell like working on some kind of dance routine for work and everyone was like, "What the fuck is this?"
0: mm-hmm yeah now we know yeah um briefly should mention apparently on the P.L. subreddit which is a fairly toxic place um <laughs> man that reddit like it's it's all they ever want to fucking talk about is theories and spoilers and bitching um uh, but somebody who claimed to like have inner knowledge like leaked a bunch of spoilers i would recommend not going there to read them i've not read them myself Uh. they may or may not be true but they're out there now. So just, you know, FYI to everyone, like you, you may sp- see people start doing that thing that people do when they know something or they, they start letting you know. Uh, so just a, a warning. We're we're not going to address them at all.
1: But I haven't read them. I just yeah. saw people complaining about it. Uh, I don't want to know. But
0: I mean, it's like you don't even know if these are true. But if, if you were to read them, you're still going to be thinking about that the whole time. And, you know, it's better just not to know. Mm hmm all right well that was the episode uh we did happen to get a couple of reviews i want to mention uh you can review us on itunes by the way if you like the show thanks to jill eat apples who left us a very nice review that we missed by like seconds when we were recording the last podcast it just appeared after we were done mm-hmm. uh, and also from all the way down south africa bernice left us a very nice review as well south africa that's impressive yeah thank you bernice mm-hmm um if you want to get in contact with us on twitter we're at broswatchpl2 our website page is broswatchpl2.com you can go there if you want to leave like a longer comment on the episode post or if you want to find the older episodes that don't show up in the itunes feed they are on the website if you go far back enough
1: yeah uh colleen on twitter said hey uh so just wanted to say hey back so she, she always listens uh i just happened to be scrolling through the internet and i saw um yeah like i said it's hard with, with usernames Ryuk is God was talking about how we had made the joke about the Emily and Talia sex scene with the the saxophone and then it (laughs) cuts to the roaring fire and then the train going in the tunnel. That's not quite right. Uh, And pretty little recaps. And Ryuk is God were joking about the other visual metaphors they could cut to instead. Uh, The ultimate one that I liked was how about just cutting to that $69 ticket to Atlantic City? (laughs) There
0: you go.
3: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, definitely looking forward to the next episode.
0: Yeah. Thanks to everyone who's, uh, given us reviews or just hit us up on Twitter or left comments on the the page. It's always fun to talk about the show. Mm. Um, and you know, there's so often when we do these, like there's just stuff we totally forgot to bring up when we're doing the episode and then we remember it later. So, uh, plenty or, of conversations still to be had
1: or just little things that it's, it's hard unless you're actually part of the production to catch. Like, uh, mm-hmm. Joseph Doherty had tweeted that, uh, the cans that Emily was picking up when Talia retied her apron was actually a shout out to like the shining and the uh, the products oh, that yeah. were in the freezer there, nice. which is a nice little like nerdy <laughs> reference that you could make.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, also, we should thank the the new fringe on Twitter. She's in the process of making a uh, Broswatch two bingo. Um, she posted the rough draft. I don't know. I feel like we should wait till she does the final version in order before we totally get into it. But it, uh, it is very much appreciated
1: so i'm looking through it real quick to see how we did this episode um yeah we didn't we didn't mention everything well we're
0: over in a an hour and 45 minutes yeah um serious we we know we we didn't mention serious scotch this doesn't count for mentioning it now
1: yeah uh, we didn't mention actual bad guys
0: we did do toby voice
1: there's no officer barry sadly to all of our dismay did talk about hand acting didn't really say r.i.p mona specifically
0: ashley and wine was mentioned
1: we didn't do kendi Laurent's voice
0: we did spend five minutes about Arya's facial expressions
1: uh i think we did go into spin-off ideas
0: mm-hmm. i'd say we're doing pretty well
2: yeah yeah
1: digress for over five minutes uh, i think we covered that with rhubarb at least you
0: know what we're definitely missing is the you gave me hope yeah we haven't had it where's ken yeah I mean, come on, Ken. We all know you murdered your wife. Where are you at?
1: Yeah, exactly. We're waiting for that one to come to fruition. Um, The thing, Catherine, I believe it's Catherine. I don't want to get your name wrong. uh, It's not just us. It's also the writers. (laughs) Make sure they see this, too, (laughs) because Ashley and Wine, that's on all of our bingo cards.
0: Definitely. I I do feel like there's a square missing here, which is like Benji silently judges Marco. Uh,
1: I believe it was Stephanie who pointed that out. Mm -hmm. One of the iTunes reviews I mean You know Listeners You can judge me silently Along with him At home
0: That's true You can play along at home (laughs) Alright Well we should probably Cut this one off Yeah Uh, We'll be back next time To talk about Pretty isn't the point See you then Bye bye